hey, hey. Oh, old silver right here. Yeah, this is called uh, getting super high in the garage and coming up with what you can come up Literally, with. Literally, all I could hear was boom. And then just getting back on that jigsaw and f***ing bump starting into the this hole. This guy came up to me, this local guy that spoke pretty good English. He's like, some guy cut his thumb off. And I'm like, really? Like going to Freemansburg and letting off nine times. <laughs> I can guarantee you, you could go back through every ounce of footage you have and you did never hear me let off the screen <laughs> Race fans, are you ready? It's time for another episode of the Nitro and Mud Show, presented by Buell Motorcycles. And now your host, Brandon the Cowboy Krieger, Joel Baldy, and media mogul Colby Marble. Race fans, get on the edge of your seat because it is time to climb. All right, Nitro fans, welcome back. Another episode of the Nitro and Mud Show. Tonight is a preview for American Hill Climb East Round 1 at the White Rose Motorcycle Club. As always, the Nitro Mud Show is brought to you by Buell Motorcycles, JS5 Extensions, Laced Belt Company, Mueller Motorsports, Rutted Racing, Golden Eagle Log and Timber Homes, Black Diamond MX, Team Peterson, and Hydro Power. All right, Joel, Colby, let's roll, boys. Let's go. Woo! Oh, man. Let's do it. I'm ready. Boys, I need I'm a vacation. I'm on a plane right now. <laughs> yeah, oh, you lucky son of a... <laughs> <laughs> I need a vacation from my vacation, boys. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. That's a hell of a vacation when you need a vacation from the vacation, buddy. I, I yeah. need a vacation from my vacation. It was epic. Uh, typically, as usual, I got second place with my teammates, so <laughs> fell fell right into place. That's I'm good at second, and it was an agonizing almost win, which I'm very good at as well. Ouch! Oh. So, what for, uh, so for all the two people that questioned me about it on Instagram or messaged <laughs> me, so it's a fishing tournament. It's four and a half hours in the middle of the day, from ten to two thirty. It was a five-boat tournament. There's three people oh. per boat. You got to catch 15 sunfish, 10 crappies, 10 perch, five bass, and five northern 18 inches or longer. Wow. For the first time ever last year, we filled that card and won. This year, we filled the card and lost. Oh, my gosh. And we lost to our rivals, Team Leaky John. They got a John boat that's got a leak in it. <laughs> and... Uh, um. We caught the tiebreaker's longest fish, and we had a 30-inch northern, and they caught a 30-and-a-half-inch northern. So we lost by a half, a half inch. inch. We lost by a half inch. And uh, that, That's how almost how much you lost the Twins championship by, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Basically, it was a thousand yeah. for the second that the Jay beat me by. <laughs> Very Damn. good memory, Cowboy. Yeah, I didn't think of it at all. I never thought of that. <laughs> yeah, that was a bird. Uh, but, yeah, no, so it's honor system. But the the lake's only like 200 acres. We can tell if you're not catching fish, so. Yeah. But, yeah, right. awesome. They're uh. some of my best friends on the planet. And, uh, man, the fishing was phenomenal. Cowboy, I don't know about in Pennsylvania, but it was the first time in 11 years for Memorial Day weekend there was never a chance of rain. It hadn't happened in 11 years that there had never been a chance of rain. It was epic. Uh, I don't think it ever rains here on Memorial Day weekend. 
it always rains here on Memorial yeah. Day weekend. No, it great. rains the entire week afterwards, leading up to round one at White Rose. But okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, good times. Yeah, I remember to put sunscreen on my feet this year, so I can actually still wear socks today. So that's a win. Well, oh, that's, that's a, a plus right there. Holy we cow. did have our team. We did have mullets. Our we had mullets on our hats and went with our team shirts. It was uh, we were definitely best dressed in the tournament. The lake's so little. People were asking us if it was an actual uh, professional tournament because we all have like jerseys and stuff on. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's cooler. I'll send you a picture of the podium right now so you can see our my sweet mullet that I got on here in my hat. It looks good on me. I mean, I, I a few years back, I that was my look, you know. Greasy mullet was my forte. Oh, yeah. Dude, you look good with a mullet. Doesn't it? Don't I look good with that flow? I Dang, mean, I kind of think like I look like a hockey player, don't I? Yeah. I, I think you need to make that dude. your uh, official look, buddy. Yeah. What do you think of those jerseys? Those fishing jerseys are pretty legit, aren't they? Those are pretty oh, sweet. Yeah. I mean, you guys look pro AF, yeah. but the Leaky John jerseys are pretty fire too they are and they had matching hats so when they were out in the lake it was pretty awesome uh, we don't screw around we don't, and steven norman who, who listens and plays our fantasy he's on team ass tracker they got a little bass <laughs> tracker boat so they call it team ass tracker oh man that looks like fun that was good times so good dang but thanks i had a few people reach out asking how the fishing was going it was freaking awesome it was unbelievable Apparently, oh. if you're filling that card, that's a lot oh, of man. lot to yeah. ask out of. That's a lot lady. of fish, man. Oh, yeah. it was crazy. Damn, yeah, no. a lot of different stuff. Yeah, the, that's like more the, fish than I've caught in my life that you caught in a day. The little, um, <laughs> the little tube jig beetle on an ultralight. We were just casting that out and jigging it back, and the crappies were just freaking wow, just like you'd let it settle a little bit, and bam, it was just hammering. I'd never fished like that for crappies before. It was so damn fun. Oh, it was just like, the lake was just on fire. It was so cool. Wow. That sounds like a good freaking time. That is pretty cool. That is awesome. We don't screw around, you know? We kind of always go for it. That's what we do. We just always go for it, cowboy. Hell yeah. Yeah. You guys do a lot of bow fishing out there? You know, it is popular around here. I've never got into it, but it's kind of a big deal. The people you see those boats all the time, but the, they're all freaking lit up all around them and yeah. stuff. They go out at night. It's a, it's yeah, a definitely it's, a thing. It's big around here for bucking carp and right. Got a overpopulation of Asian carp in the river systems around here. I could get on board doing the Asian carp thing, but I'm just not a fan of killing shit for whatever purpose. But Asian yeah. carp, those fuckers can go. I, yeah, I agree with yeah. that. Yeah. I'll piss someone flush or fucking goldfish. We, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> on Saturday, we do catch them, kill them, cook them day, and we always do panfish for our big fish fry. And then my one buddy, Jay, he's like, let's start doing northern. And I'm like, northern? And he's like, oh, it's unbelievable. Poor man's lobster or whatever. And the last yeah. few years, we've switched over, and that's all we eat now is northern. It's so freaking good. Well, I was yeah, talking to the job soup today. And he's like, well, how do you cook it? And I'm like, oh, we were just deep frying it like a shore lunch or whatever. And he's like, oh, he goes, I'm about to change your life. I had never heard of this before. Nope. Uh, I'd never heard of it before, but I can't wait to try it. But he's like, you know, do the three fillets. So you take like the top fillet and just the backs and keep the Y bones out of it or whatever. And then he's like, cube it up into like, you know, symmetrical cubes and you boil it in seven up. 
Huh. Boil it and well, seven, seven up. Seven up. Yep. And when it turns white, you pull it out and he goes, dip it in butter. And he goes, you will not believe how good it is. And I was like, I'm going to try that. It, I guess he said, he goes, you close your eyes. You think you're eating lobster. He goes, it is that good. And I'm like, I'm, you, you got my attention. I'll, I'll definitely try it. So next year we're going to do some experiment and we're going to try that. So we'll see. I know oh, this yeah. is a hill climb podcast, but man, we're going deep into fish right now. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Deep water. Yeah. Hey, it. you know what? It works because round one coming up there famous for the fish sandwiches. So. Ex- hey, cowboy, right look there. at that. What a lead Ro- in. Rolls yeah. right yeah. in, man. Yeah. That, look at that. That's good. Good lead in. Man, uh, you know, right here I got my notes, guys. You know, right here. Yeah. You see those? I, I see those. Notes. Hear those? Cowboy, you know, you had us go through and make our picks. And I was yep. already writing a list down. So my first list that I got, people I'm effing excited to watch at White Rose. I got a list <laughs> of five Ooh. people right here. Oh. Okay. Well, you went we, above we need to, Who's Joe excited yeah. to watch at White Rose? Let's do it. And I, I can't I can't almost put a number one on this list, right? <laughs> so let's yeah. just let's just call this A, okay? <clears throat> Kirk Mueller. <laughs> I'm oh, excited to watch yeah. Kirk Mueller at White Rose. I mean that yeah. is a Midwest style hill. Um what people don't know about Cork Kirk is that some bitch dominates breakers. He's got timing. I mean, we've got breaker hills in the Midwest. Kirk is freaking, he's, he's masterful at him, much like Phil is, you know. So I am super freaking excited to watch Kirk at White Rose. Uh, let's just call this, uh, It's not. we're not going to go B, so let's just say this is triangle. triangle. I don't want to put it, I don't want to go. Logan Peterson. Yep. Holy crap. Yes. I mean, new inline bike. I mean, they are all in. They got a camper. A motorhome, they're doing this. They're in. Like they are coming hard. They are not. They're not taking this lightly at all. They are coming all in. We've already seen them on the podium, super fast. I mean, they're bringing it. I mean, they're coming. That's exciting to see. Uh, So that that's triangle. Then let's just say that this is a. We'll say it's a fish emoji. I don't know, just because I'm trying to make it non-similar. Ryan Rasa. Is anybody yeah. with oh. me? Are we excited yeah. to see Ryan Rasa at White Rose? I don't know. Have I, I mean, damn. I mean, that guy, uh, Cowboy, what was his podium percentage last year? You got the math back there, don't you? Uh, it was uh, a podium. <laughs> <laughs> I believe we agreed that his podium percentage was yes. Yeah. So, yes. I mean, yes. that, I mean yes. let, let's see. how. I mean, you can only go backwards almost for him. So let's see what we get out of him. The other thing is... Team Wizard, are we seeing Kyle and Cor- and um, uh, Caleb. Not Caleb Caleb on those bikes? Are we seeing different riders? Are we seeing those guys on uh, what? I haven't heard. Do you guys know? I is Team I haven't Wizard heard. Who's riding I don't those know bikes? what's going on there. All I know is Caleb Blaine is going to be on a new twin this year from Matt Luna Racing. So awesome, awesome. <sighs> That'll be exciting. It looks like a, it's one of them Honda. I forget what they're called. The Honda I, twins. RC I thought Cor- I thought Davis, yeah. Corbin Davis yep, yep. was riding that one. Oh, that's thought, Corbin Davis. Yeah, Caleb. They bought a uh, eight ninety KTM inline. Okay. Last year. I, okay, God, I was just talking to Rob about that. I could have swore he said 
Caleb Blaine, but Corbin Davis. I, so that's going to be an exciting thing either way. Well, that's yeah. my Sorry, number. That, that's my, uh, let's see. What would this be? Uh, this would be the, you know, the star emoji. I don't know. Corbin <laughs> Davis. I mean, I'm excited yeah. to watch that guy. I mean, yes. I, I, I would imagine he's going to be there. I don't, I haven't heard for sure, but uh, if, if we got him there on the bikes that we've seen, I mean, dude was flying last year. I mean, it, that's just yeah. a few people. There's so many more. I originally had a list of about 10 people that I'm super excited to see, but we're going to see these people maybe on a different format than we've ever seen at White Rose. And that's that's pretty freaking crazy. And I mean, there's so many other things. Braden's twins. I'm so excited to see Braden on his bikes this year. Yeah. I mean, we got lots of big things. Jay, you know, uh, John, I've heard whispers of John. They might be some different bikes in, in their camp. I mean, I... There's just so many things that are coming, and people are bringing it. I mean, this the competition is going up and up and up, and White Rose is going to be a dogfight to get on that podium. I mean, it is going to yes. be it's going to be tough as hell to get on that podium. You are going to have to have an exceptional mm-hmm. ride to get on that podium, my White Rose. And we're yeah. talking the top seven people could podium, and that's. That doesn't sound like a lot, but that is for American Oak Climb. There usually isn't seven people that can podium in every, every class, and there could even be more. I mean, Premier Class, really, it's probably about 12 people that could podium in Premier Class. You know, I mean, it's, yeah. there's there's a lot of contenders. I think that um, it's going to be super exciting to see, like we were saying, who shows up. <laughs> because, I mean, yeah. some of these people might not even show up. I don't know that I mentioned, you know, but uh, – if, if everybody that's said they're coming is coming, it's going to be game on. Yeah, yeah. I would like to assume everyone on your list would be coming. I mean, I don't know why you would build a brand new bike for the series and not show up. Right. Yeah. Um, that just sounds dumb. So I, I would love to assume that Corbin Davis is going to be there. And then obviously, you know, he's supposed to be on DeHart Racing as well for Nitro. Yep. yep. And, you know, we've seen him ride the shit out of those last year at the couple yep. races he got to ride him at. So mm-hmm. that is exciting. Um, the only thing concerning me, like, yeah, I'm excited to see a few of these guys come, but they're on new machinery. So that's another variable in the in the deal. You know, the machinery's got to work. You know, if, if you didn't have any time to do any tests and tuning, you know, like I know Braden um, – he's done whole shots in his yard. He hasn't had it on a hill. He hasn't had it on, uh, maybe he, they do have a motocross track there. So maybe he's put it through the ringer or not. Make sure that chain's not going to fall off. I don't know. Um, but from what I've seen that Aprilia does look like a strong running machine. Um, yes. Logan Peterson. I don't know if they've done a lot of testing on that new premier bike, but either way, your list is strong, Joel. I, I would have to agree 100% with that list. I'm excited to see what all those dudes do. Um, It's going to be an exciting first round for sure. Um, The other variable is people that haven't ridden White Rose before. You did mention it is a similar, you know, District 23 hill. Yep. I'll give you that. But it is, it's different. It's got its differences. It's not a groomed hill for the most part. I mean, at the bottom is, but it gets a little hairy. Right. And, um, but we have seen a lot of first comers do well there. Yeah, in the past I mean, as well, like the, Bodie O'Neill and you know. I was gonna say, so you know, Bodie came there with his open bike. I don't think they'd ever rode that at a hill. 
Yeah, you know, it, took, right. it, took, it took me two years just to figure out what gear to run in that bike. They showed up the very first run, put it on the podium. So obviously, yep. it was literally the first run. Um, yeah. They're smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but well, you know, so Kirk the, Mueller built that sucker. Yeah, for sure. So. And they're <laughs> they're extremely intelligent. They don't guess. They just know. But I mean, and that's that's the kind of competition that we see though. Those guys coming, they're top of the line. The people on this yeah. list, they're all top line riders, capable of podium on the class that they compete in, and um, it'll be. Man, I mean, I, the other thing that when I was thinking about this, like who I'm excited to see, and then the other thing I was like, are we going to see, you know? Yeah. that's the thing like with me and and that I know everybody else struggles, the people bringing this new stuff, it doesn't always get done. I mean, I know I just heard from Kirk, my bike's not going to come. I'm not going to be getting my 1190 for the Twins class. Hoping this year it still happens, but as of right now, not happening. Unfortunately, saw Josh Mueller. They're yep. building a new premier bike. That's not going to be here. And, you know, Logan on his nitrous bike for the premier class, is that going to get done? You know, you have, uh, mm-hmm. you know, there's just so many bikes that are being worked on. We just mentioned uh, Caleb Blaine with that 890. I don't know if that bike's done. You know, I, I've heard that, yeah. you know, there's a few 450s that went out to have built done at various People around the country, are those back? Are they ready? There's there's just so many bikes getting worked on, and there's so few people to do it. It's tough. I mean, it's basically, yeah. you know, you got about four shops in the country that are very good at building bikes, and they're freaking swamped. They are absolutely swamped, you know? Mm-hmm. Lloyd's Performance, Mueller Motorsports. I'll let you fill in the other two names, but, you know, it's like they're – they're they're swamped to get something out of there is very very tar- hard right now because they are so busy and in all those shops it comes down to one person completing the task and it, there's only so much one person can do you know so i mean yeah, that's just the way exactly. life goes you know yeah, absolutely uh, it's tough yeah definitely yeah definitely. and then the other thing is i there's some people that aren't going to be able to make it and that's a story it's like freaking Who's going to be there? <laughs> you know, it's like, we don't even know who's going. I, you know, it's like we were wondering uh, about Bodie, if he was going to go. And I, Corey actually called me. He was listening. He's like, we are not, you know, he's going, but Bodie can't go. Work just yeah. won't allow it. He can't get out of work. He needs to focus on that. Blow me over. I couldn't believe it when he told me. I could not believe that they weren't going. I was like, I just... I, I mm-hmm. never would have guessed that they wouldn't be there uh, when he's just been doing so good. I mean, man, at Devils last that year, he, he did yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they know the level of competition coming. That's what they want to do. There's They want to beat the absolute best people. That's what a competitor does. You know, when yeah. Yeah. I get excited, and I'm a guy that's just trying to get a check, when I go to, like, Washington and it's a freaking dogfight to get a check, it's fun. That is fun. Competing with yeah. the absolute best is what competition's about, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, this yes. is what we're getting now in American Oak Climb. We saw it in American Oak West at Washington. Absolute ballers in the top 10. I think we're going to see the same thing in uh, round one, American Oak Climb East. I think it's going to be a freaking throwdown. Oh, I agree. definitely. It's a throwdown hill. Yes. It's a throwdown hill. It is. It's a dogfight. It's, oh, dude, I'm so excited. <clears throat> 
<laughs> Cowboy, you got bifocals to watch that light at the top. You're gonna need to get right in there. You got a magnifying yeah, glass to really. Get I something. mean, it's gonna come down to a freaking hair up there. It is. Yeah. I think I have to take and set up a little camera there and have you know the uh, the finish line view there for the camera. Yeah. Yeah, I'll try uh, and bring an extra GoPro for that or something, but I think it's gonna be your eye, man. Yep. You're going to have to have hey. that eye. And we're going to have to have a finish line set up. Look, all they got to, yeah, for, for Verticross, definitely you have to have something not to put some kind of like line or something across better than just watching the uh, the flags because it, yep. it gets close and it gets tight in Verticross. Yep. Especially Sometimes. there. So we're going to have to assess that situation. And you got four bikes going through the flags at like almost the same time. It is a difficult call to make sometimes. Yeah. That's man. I just wish I was smart enough to figure out that damn idea I have with the light at the top where you could have like a, it won't work when we go three, four wide, but you know, just something or a camera like we were talking about Colby or something like it's got, there's gotta be some simple way that's not expensive that we can just ensure that the absolute best person wins every time, you know, like that. This is the highest level of hill climb racing in the world. Like we got to treat it like that. We got to be that on point where there's not a question about who wins or loses, you know? I agree. Like, Especially yep. when we're, you know, like the talks of the TV time, right? There's got to yes. be a visual for that. I mean, we can't be, first of all, we can't be throwing a hat up in the air for right. the, the whole shot. Right. And we can't be judging the finish line with an eyeball. No. But uh, that's neither here or there. We'll get there. Um, These are all logistics we got to figure out. And uh, it's time. It's time to finally start figuring this stuff out for sure. The sport is growing. It's getting more eyeballs. And um, American Hill Climb is the pinnacle. And we got to fucking show it. Right. That's right. I mean, if there was some way, Colby, where we had a camera at the top, we, you know, if Cowboy had a, just like one of those baseball walk behinds where we could chalk a line every other couple of rides or whatever. So there was an actual mm-hmm. line, you know, every couple of races or whatever. And there mm-hmm. was a camera that we could actually, you know, have a recording, a phone or whatever. That's great media. If we can show the freaking Billy Goat hanging a knob on Logan Sapala going over the top. I'm looking at that. I'm going to, I'm going to look at that on socials. I'm going to check that out. Like, yeah. I love that stuff. Yeah. I mean, when you're watching street outlaws and you see, you know, big chief and kamikaze <laughs> racing or something and they're, 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 they gotta go to the phone. At, yeah. And they got a fender there. You can see a blurry fender in front of the other one. You're like, Oh my God. Like, you know, yeah. I love that stuff. Like that's racing. That's what, yeah. that's what we, we need that. We need that to be. Well, that's exactly how they boiled it down in, in Washington on round one. With the, the Monty slash uh, Petey Krunich dilemma. Right. It, it went down to a cell phone video of the finish line, and that solved all the problems. Right. Um, another yeah. thing I think we need to start implementing, you know, other places that did a great job of this would be, uh, sorry, Pogues Hole and Columbus with the Jumbotron. Oh. Yes. That's another that thing that be, would be extremely needs to be at every round. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There needs to be a live camera playing this stuff so they can do replays for the crowd and especially for the finish line. Yeah. 
that would be yeah. great to have a live live action shot that you can do replays of the finish line if there is a situation like that everybody can see firsthand right. yep and it's just good for everything you know you can replay a fast time right. to the crowd and you know you know you can replay these things and right. i think it's a huge asset to a series like this to have something like that right and i also got schooled over the week um i got messaged by jared anderson about the lit pro thing okay and what happened to that all right so basically lit pros have gone to the wayside now people are using and he's even he's shared me some photos of what data he's getting so basically it's a gps watch garmin watch oh yeah um is it garmin Um, Polar GPS watches. Nice. Not Garmin. Okay. And, you know, if we could invest in, you know, a handful of those to let riders have, and it gives you the same data. It gives you a layout of your track or hill, live time. It shows you where you're fast, where you're slow. It's a great piece of uh, information that I think we need in this sport. So. That's yes. something I wanted to touch on a little bit. And thanks, Jarrett, for bringing yeah, thanks, that to uh, my attention because that's pretty handy. Yeah. It's just to wear a watch and it just logs all of your information. Yeah. Oh, that'd be and amazing. shows a detailed view of the track. That is it really literally cool. has like a GPS view of the track plus your your lines like marked in a certain color. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's really cool. So like White Rose, it would show a GPS view of the hill, like live view of the hill or whatever last time that, you know, the satellite took an image of it. Right. And okay. it overlaps your path over it. Oh, wow. Huh. That's cool. That's really awesome. Cool stuff. Yeah. Technology. Really cool. Technology. Technology is crazy. It's insane. So that would be some great data for riders to have and could just advance yeah. a sport even further by figuring out how to go faster in certain spots and where they made mistakes or. Yeah. I just think it'd be great gear choice for them, it'd obviously, be, but it'd be great, great for you with media and, and promoting yeah. the sport to have it that would be kind great of data. to have that live at the races too, to, sh- you know, share with the crowd and everything as well. <clears throat> yeah. Definitely. I just think that's <laughs> rad. And I, it'd be cool to implement. That would be pretty cool. We'll have to look into seeing what the one of those suckers cost. Um, he shared that as oh, you're, well. You're already on it, aren't you? Yep. <laughs> uh, two hundred and fifty bucks. That ain't that fucking bad. That's not terrible. For the Polar Vantage M2. Huh. huh. Oh. Yeah. That's a lot of technology for two hundred and fifty bucks. And he says that's what most of the Pro Moto guys use. Oh dang. So. There Sweet. we go. Well, thanks, Jared. That's what we that's, need. I get yeah. ask and we receive. Wow, look at that. Exactly. That's, that's pretty yeah. cool. Love mm-hmm. that. Love it. Nitro, Nitro and Mud Army there. Right. It's awesome. Love that fan interaction and stuff, man. It's uh, great. Uh, probably have to get some stickers in the mail for him for chiming in on that. Oh, yeah. Yes. Most definitely. Yeah. Oh, look at you showing off with your, now that you're mailing everything out. I got shit mailed yeah. out, dude. Yeah, he actually so got awesome. it, and people are posting they got their prize packs. Yeah, Joel. I was surprised that it happened already. That's awesome. Nick Mosco posted his package already. 
Yeah, he was rocking the Mueller t-shirt and the hoodie. Yeah. Oh, that's sick. Oh, yeah. Uh, It's kind of funny, though. Uh, Cody didn't even know he was playing. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't even know he was playing. (laughs) Uh, That's funny. Or he didn't know he was eligible for prize or something. He's like, I didn't even know I was entered to win anything. I'm like, well, you you play fantasy, right? I don't got the wrong person. And he's like, no, I, I play the fantasy. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, you won a weekly prize. Oh, we sent awesome. out this week. He's like, oh, sweet. <laughs> so, heck, yeah. I, I guess nice. I, I, I haven't done it, but I guess they're doing the outdoor too. But, man, I do just do not follow our outdoors. It's so hard to watch no. on TV. and yeah. We're not, we're not going to do the outdoors. We got too much going on in the summer with exactly all the hill but climb it is on series Peacock and stuff. This year. So. Oh, is I it? I did it. see that. Oh, I watched awesome. it live. Oh, I caught sweet. the second half live oh, after work on uh, Saturday. So yeah, that was cool. <clears throat> Very I cool. think because they're all combined now with that super motocross, that oh, yeah, uh, they got it all jiving now. So yeah, it's it's on Peacock. You can watch it there, just like Supercross. Unfortunately, it's you know during the day, right? Well, what's what's going on American Hill Climb? Why can't we get American Hill Climb on Peacock? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> oh man, the streaming was a little difficult to watch. It was, it was, wasn't as good as motor, or Supercross, but um, there's some motocross there some is like hill climb. It's you know out in the middle of nowhere where reception's kind of sketchy sometimes. Yeah, I was watching what was it, Moto Two's uh, four fifty class, and something happened. It glitched out for a minute, and then it just played the audio from the first race over the second race. Oh jeez, <laughs> like, what oh, the fuck is going on, dude? <laughs> so I don't know. It was a little effed up, but. At least we got to watch it. Yep. But it's like those old ABC Widowmaker videos where every motorcycle is the same sound. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> every movie, everything sounds like a crotch rocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even the CR eighty. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Terminator two, the XR one hundred. That was a two stroke with like fifteen gears. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Should we get into uh, some uh, some picks or what? Uh, I was I was gonna say I got a little info from a hill, or, uh, hill climb rider competing oh. at the hard enduro. Let's do yeah, that. let's let's get into that before we get into picks and stuff. So let's that was see uh, how... that was out by you, wasn't it, cowboy? That was about an hour and a half for me, maybe between me and Freemansburg. Okay, all right. Tamaqua up there in the uh, Poconos. Okay, uh, Logan sent me some pictures of some lines that he had to do there no like what the yeah. frick i mean it's <laughs> no. like what the hell i i i wouldn't even attempt it like they're just solid rocks just like yeah. it's like a rock landfill or whatever it's just like you gotta go through these you know you saw them colby i mean they yeah. look like they were you know three foot around jagged rocks that they had to try to tr- what the hell i mean come on right like yeah. what are they, is this trials or is it enduro? I, I just it seems more. It's, well, it's and definitely it was, one type of racing. I just I don't understand. I yeah I don't no. get. It. I, I mean it's I, it's so crazy. I don't know the. I saw is it Tristan Hart? I think won it. He didn't. He ended the race. He didn't have any foot pegs. 
<laughs> I mean, how the hell do you ride a bike for two hours or whatever the hell it was with no foot pegs? They're just yeah. He blew off. There was just little stumps that he was putting his feet on there. It's like good god. Wow. I mean, and talk about tough some of be. I mean, that's that's crazy. I mean, the way that they used their weight on those pegs to get traction that had to be so impossible. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't. I couldn't even imagine what that must be like. Can I just read a quote real quick before you carry yeah, on? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a quote from Nathan Preeb, Nathan Preeb regarding that race, talking to Logan Sapala. I love the fact that people buy a brand new bike and put a bunch of cool stuff on them to do that with them. <laughs> End quote. <laughs> uh, I'm interested to see if he'll, Logan had sent us the list of broken parts from his bike from the last one that he did. I mean, I think that he probably gets a little help with buying some of the parts discounts, but I bet you it was $600 in parts that he broke on the bike. I mean, it was intense just from one race. I mean, just beat the hell out of his bike, you know? Yeah. And, um, That's nuts. Man, insane. Really cool though. I had just messaged him before because I said we wanted to mention it or whatever. And um, I asked him cause he had, we're in a couple group messages Actually, he doesn't know that I'm in some of them. I kind of sneak in there just to keep tabs or whatever because I'm super sad. <laughs> but uh, uh, they just blew your spot up now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, it was really exciting. He qualified 26th, and I asked him, "I'm like, how many people were there?" And he said he thought it was around 300 people that had signed up. So that's wow. impressive to qualify 26th, and you had to qualify in the top 60 to make the main or whatever the feature. I don't know exactly what they call it, but to make the okay. real race, you had to be top 60. And then um, he ended up finishing 44th overall. But with that, he had about an hour of mechanical repairs he had to do to his bike. And he still got 44th. <laughs> wow. I mean, he, he threw a chain and it got jammed all jammed up. And then he broke a coolant hose so much that he had to take his tank off move stuff around and cut enough hose off to get rid of the hole that he could put the tank back on and not lose all of his coolant. So he said he had about an hour of just working on his bike during the race so he could try to finish it. So just that stuff is just Damn. intense. I mean, this is a brand new 300 gas gas that he just got. I mean, just beating the hell out of these bikes. Don't buy a hard enduro bike. That's what I'm hearing. Like if you <laughs> see a hard enduro bike, low hours, like just run. Like, don't even think about buying one of those suckers. Things are going to have a dent everywhere on the whole bike. Yeah. Yeah. But congratulations, Logan. That is so yeah. impressive. I mean, he that has been impressive. working really hard, and uh, it's so different from what we do. You know, what we do is minuscule little amounts to make huge gains on the hill. We're there. It's long, long riding. Yeah. You're, you have to wait. You're, you, it's all about qualifying. If you don't qualify well... That's probably where he is good because he's good with the qualifying aspect of it. But um, the, I, I haven't got super invested into the sport. I don't want to talk too much on it because I really don't know a damn thing about it. I just know that no. uh, pretty impressive. I think it speaks a lot about Logan where 
He could go to a race one day and almost be guaranteed to podium if not win, but yet he still goes to another race where he doesn't even know if he's going to finish. I mean, that's that's someone that's trying to get everything they can out of their talents, and I admire the hell out of that. Like, I am not like that. Like, I if I knew that I was going to go somewhere and do actually, you know, not do as good as I would, I probably wouldn't go. I would probably go to the one yeah. that I was going to do really good at. You know, <laughs> I think maybe yeah, I am yeah. the same. I'm not the same as him. I must have a lot lower <laughs> self-confidence or something. I don't know. But yeah. I admire the hell out of that. I think that's super cool. So hats off to you, Logan. Congratulations. And uh, we got a lot of people watching you. So keep it up. Yeah, It's hell funny yeah. that his downtime just working on his bike mid-race was about equivalent to half of an American Hill Climb show. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I'm just wondering, like... People putting on this event, like, how the fuck do you stand there and wait around for people to come out of the woods, like, all damn day like that? Oh, man. Oh, it's insane. Yeah. No, I I have no idea. It it just doesn't interest me whatsoever. I just, I mean, yeah, I think it's neat, like, seeing it. But when I watch it, I am just like, no, no, that is not, I do not enjoy that. I don't want to even think about doing that. I don't know. That's just, that's me, though, but. Yeah, and what happens, yeah. like, do they have to, like, put out search parties when it starts getting dark to, like, start right. pulling people out of the woods and shit? <laughs> well, like, it's, 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 it's a yeah. liner, Austin Tyler. Some guy just cut his thumb off. They're out there looking yeah. for his thumb. I mean, that's what yeah. they're dealing yeah. with at these places. Yeah. They're out looking for people's body parts or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. It's nuts. Like, I don't want to do oh that. I just want to ride dirt bikes and have fun. Maybe have a beer or two afterwards. It's like, I don't need to be trying to kill myself. Oh, man. It reminds me of that cartoon that was in... uh that motocross movie back in the day was it it wasn't crusty was it uh i don't remember any cartoons being a crusty i don't think it was crusty but it was like a supercross cartoon in one of those old motocross videos forget it yeah I'm sorry. there's people forget i know it. what i'm talking about but they do. yep like you said someone's just throwing their phone at their radio right now so yeah you know, yep. <laughs> yeah oh, oh. There's too many of them. They're too long ago. Can't remember it all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I wonder, should we do a little mini break so we can hear from sponsors, Cowboy, and then we can come back and do picks? Yeah, let's do that. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah. Dang, Joel, you're on fire tonight. I, you know what? Yeah, man. Guys. I mean, I, I just, you know, we're all firing on the same on the same that's, wave lake there, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's that laced hat. That's that laced hat. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah. All right, boys. Let's hear from some sponsors real quick, and then we'll be right back. Hey Nitro and Mud listeners, Nitro Pilot here to talk to you about our title sponsor, Buell Motorcycles. Founded in 1983 by motorcycle racing legend Eric Buell, Buell Motorcycles are known for their innovative designs and cutting edge technology. So whether you're hitting the open road or tearing up a hill, Buell has a bike for you. One of the standout features of Buell Motorcycles is their use of the ETV2 1190 engine, a high performance V-twin engine developed in-house by Buell. This engine provides plenty of power and torque, making Buell a blast to ride. In addition to their impressive engines, Buell Motorcycles also boasts agile handling and advanced suspension systems, allowing for precise and confident cornering. So if you're in the market for a motorcycle that combines style, performance, and innovation, check out BuellMotorcycles.com and pre-order your all-new American-made Buell Motorcycle today. Buell is back! The JS5 extensions are strong enough for any racer on any bike. With their custom snail adjusters and sliding one-piece chain guide, making changes is now a breeze. 
Even though these are the best looking extensions in the industry, JS5 also gives you the option of engraving your number or logo on the side of each extension at no additional charge. Trusted by champions and built by a champion. Hey Nitro and Mud fans, my name is Jay Salstrom and I approve this message. so excited to talk to you about Golden Eagle Log and Timber Homes. I'm proud to have grown up racing with the owners, the Parmeter family, and this family are experts on luxury log and timber homes. Their website, GoldenEagleLogHomes.com, is the one-stop shop for all of your luxury log and timber home needs. They have built homes in 49 states and across Canada. They offer a range of packages from the one-stop shopping to shell to a one-of-a-kind package. Go support a family that supports racing. Please go to their website, GoldenEagleLogHomes.com. What's up, Hill Climb family? Owner and operator of Lace Belt Company, Joseph Allnett here. We are so stoked to be a supporting sponsor of the Nitro and Mud Show again this year. For those of you new to Laced, we are an action sports-based company that supports athletes across the country. We offer premium lace belts and high-quality streetwear apparel for athletes who want to look good on and off the track. Tested and worn daily by action sports athletes, our lace belt is the most versatile, simple, and effective shoelace belt on the market. With over 30 different colorways and our large selection of high-quality apparel, you'll be sure to find what you're looking for. For you listeners only, we are offering 15% off our entire site using the code NITRO. That again is NITRO for 15% off your order on lacebelt.com. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at lacedbelt.co. Hey, race fans, the old 31 here, and I'm here to talk to you about, hey, how do you perform at your very best? I'll tell you one way to start in our discipline, that's having the best equipment. I feel like I have the best equipment. That's due to one person, Kirk Mueller. Kirk at Mueller Motorsports is a wizard. He can dyno tune any make, any size bike on his dyno, and he can get the absolute most out of all your performance parts. Hey, just ask this top performer. Hey, Nitro fans, Logan Sapala here. Get off Wish.com and find yourself a real race shop to get you on the top step of the podium. Mueller Motorsports is your one-stop shop for engine builds, suspension, and dyno tuning. I only run products and services I can trust when traveling coast to coast, striving for perfection, chasing championships. If you want the same, find Kirk on Instagram or on the web at KirkMuller49 or MuellerMotorsports.net and leave the other guys for fourth beer pinned. If you're looking for entirely unique, made-to-order, one-of-a-kind graphics for your dirt bike, snowmobile, or rocket ship, look no further than Black Diamond MX. Have you ever heard, if you look good, you ride good? Well, here at Black Diamond MX, that's our motto, and we are the one-stop shop for all your look-good needs. From apparel, moto graphics, or jersey prints, we've got you covered. And for Nitro and Mud listeners only, we are offering 15% off your order at BlackDiamondMX.com using discount code NitroMud15 when you check out. That's NitroMud15 for 15% off at BlackDiamondMX.com. Look good, ride good. Hey everyone, it's Garrett, founder of HydroPower. So the demands for endurance athletes are quite high. By testing many other products, I came short for an answer that checks all the boxes. We need something that hydrates us efficiently and energizes throughout intense training and racing. That is where I consulted with Eleni Jorgensen, the professional cross-country mountain biker, registered dietitian, and sports nutritionist to help formulate Hydropower. 
He's the latest in sports nutrition research, as well as our combined expertise in endurance training. We came up with Hydropower. Hydropower is now the premier endurance supplement on the market. The optimum amount of carbs, sugars, electrolytes, and vitamins to fuel and hydrate to perform your best. Our goal is to give the athletes access to industry-leading formulas, push them further, and to get a leg up against competition. We have a special discount for you listening to Nitro Mud. Go to drinkhydropower.com and use code NITRO15 for 15% off everything on our store. DW7, what do you think? Oh, yeah! Look at that, boys. Yeah! Look at that. Ooh, look at, look at them sexy bikes. Woo! Yeah. Uh, Dude, you're going to get protested. I know. I'm on it. Nick's yep. on it. They're on their way. <laughs> I, All right. Yeah. As long as you got and, the right uh, numbers on there. Well, I, in my haste, when we were trying to get my kits for Washington, I never double-checked, and I had the wrong color backgrounds for Washington and for American Oak Climb East. Luckily, I didn't Whoops. get a check out, out west, so I don't have to worry about it. But I know out east, I don't. <laughs> it's pretty obvious but I don't have a red background, so we're... Yeah. yeah you can't be it. coming there without a red background. I know. Nope. I, by the way, I just I cannot stand the red backgrounds too. That just drives me nuts, but get over it. I know, I know, I know. At least they're, they're here not, to stay. You know, yeah. Polka dot. What color would you prefer, Joel? I don't think I think backgrounds are the dumbest. Because I hate the, the yellow backgrounds too. No, I don't I don't think that you should have any. Yeah, no, yellow yellow always signified amateur, so you gotta yeah. define a class, Joel. Come on. No. I, not when yes. I want to. Not when I like want a bike to look cool, and I think like it should only be red if you're leading the points like Supercross, and that should be the only thing. You could run any background you want, any number color you want, but it's got to be uh, only yeah, red. But for Supercross the doesn't do it that way. I know, but you got to have a black background in two fifties, white in four fifties. Didn't yeah. know that. Yep. Come on. I did not know that. And I don't care. You I just, know that. I just yes. think the backgrounds are dumb. I just You, you never notice the so different stupid. backgrounds? I think the background I've always hated it. I just think it's so dumb. I just no no fan pays attention nor cares. They're just like, why is why do they all have why are they all leading the series with red? I don't like that. But <laughs> you're on an island, bro. I'm on an island. That's fine. Hey, that's you're on an island. That's why it's look, good. Thing, good thing I'm not in charge because it would be dumb. So. <laughs> yeah. I personally <laughs> like the red backgrounds. Okay, all right. I'm not. I like it. You know, I, I get where you're coming blue. from. It yeah. gets a little wishy-washy and everything, but I like it. I like that each class is defined with a color. Yeah, and that is one way for the fans to tell things apart if you don't know what a 450 between a twin is i guess that's right <laughs> if yeah. you don't know it's whatever but well i don't know I, you look at some of those twins and it's hard to tell if it's not a 450 because i would like to see a different color for four points leader but again we're talking about hill climb and who is going to be able to keep up with that i mean you're going to have to have an extra number plate at all times just in case and the people yeah. that might be leading the points would do it. Yeah, yeah, but that could be like, that's like 10 people. Yeah, and if <laughs> they wouldn't have to, but if they wanted to, they could. I mean, I'd be, I'd, hell, I'd be excited if I it was an honor. I'd be doing everything I could to get it. But, like, I think, like, Chad Ulfilish's Gas Gas with the red backgrounds, that some bitch is fire. That bike is mm-hmm. sick. 
That thing looks so killer. It's amazing. I love that. That red looks great. My orange bike. You can always do the almost red backgrounds approach like Logan and just do the red outline around your numbers where yeah. it's barely even <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> red at all. But yeah, I mean, I'm trying to be at a stick. Of, I mean, I, yeah, I, I probably should. That's I probably should do that. <laughs> if he gets away with it, it must be legal. Yeah. I think half the problem is, is that it's red. And then I don't have different plastics for all my bikes, but I ride all these different series. And then I think the problem is when I'm not at American Hill Climb East, it just looks silly. Like when I'm at Moto Climb and I got red backgrounds, you know, because it doesn't yeah. fit in there. And yes, I should just spend the $450 for plastics in a kit or whatever to switch it all over. But I don't want to do it and I'm lazy. I got lots just of Just for number plates? Yeah, but you just got to get a, side panels and a front number plate. For a full. I bet you for a full plastics kit with. I bet you. You just need side panels you, and a number plate. You don't need a full plastics kit. Yeah, that's yeah, true. You wouldn't on. need shrouds. You wouldn't need fenders. Yeah. You wouldn't need a front fender. Yeah. No. Like, you would just need side, side plates and a and a number plate. Well, a full kit. What are you talking for a full kit from? Uh, you know, I'm you know I'm lucky enough. Nick's very good to me, but I don't know what his full price is. But I bet you a full kit's got to be. But we're just talking number plates too. Never mind. You're probably right. It's probably yeah. more like two hundred dollars or two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, get on eBay. <laughs> I know that stuff on eBay. eBay, man. Get on Fuck. eBay. Come on, Joel. eBay. <laughs> I'm just gonna run right at Moto Climb. That's just the way it is. <laughs> That's the way it is. And nobody. Hell, you pro- could probably go to Wish and find some number plates for a KTM. But dude, you already got right. white number plates for Moto Climb. I know, yeah. Well, you're good. I, you I don't have another set of plastics, ones. though. I don't want to give up my my original plastics. I already got white ones. I just I'm negative on that. I'm just I'm sorry. Let's, <laughs> let me be negative on it. All right. <laughs> I'm letting you. I'm letting you go. I'm just right. saying. Yeah, I hate it when you're upset about something, but then everybody sp- says so much common sense to you. You really can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I agree fucking with hate it. <laughs> I'm always in your shoes, buddy. I no, feel you. No, yeah, you're exactly right. It. You're exactly right. I'm wrong. You're right. You're good looking. I'm not. You're smart. I am not so smart. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> what movie was that? <laughs> what is that? Oh, it's Happy Gilmore when know. he's apologizing to Chubbs. Do you remember that? Did you, oh, yeah. yeah. He's like, you are good looking. I am not. You are smart. I am not. When he's trying to get him to teach him. <laughs> well played. Well played. Uh, uh, all right, uh, you oh, know, man. I love red backgrounds. I'm, you know what, guys? Look at this. <laughs> look at how dumb that bike looks right there with white backgrounds and black numbers. I cannot yeah. wait to get rid of that. That is awful. Yeah. You, you, you know? need to get them red backgrounds. That They're is just horrible. That horrible. is terrible. Let's go. I need red backgrounds <laughs> with white numbers. Let's go. Yeah. Now we're right. talking. Now we're talking. There you go. I'm converted. Well, thanks, Nick. Nick helped me out. I screwed up on that one. He's getting them hot over to me, so thanks. It also identifies you in an elite club, Joel. It's not just about the aesthetics. It's about being in a hill climb cult. Yeah, You are part of it. You got to fit in. You got to play by the rules. I can already see it when you're going to tattoo the number plate on me. You're going to put red backgrounds on it, not tell me when, when you're doing it. <laughs> oh, don't give me many Why ideas. did you even say that? <laughs> he wasn't until now. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you want it on your back too, right? <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, You're screwed. I'm screwed. I'm screwed. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, Nick, and uh, might have some interest in doing a little hill climbing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was saying, he's like, ah, he goes, he's kind of thinking about doing a little bit of that. He goes, a couple of the racers been talking to me, and I think that, you know, with Moto Climb, with the no extensions, if he could get one, if there's one close enough where he could get it, I think he might be interested. And that's pretty cool. Nick is freaking pro level fast. It would be pretty badass to see him at Hill Climb. Yep. So, I guess uh, it would. I told him, I said, well, if the timing's right and it works out, we might have an open bike we can find you through a leg over. And he's like, ah, we'll see, he says. <laughs> uh, he's like, ah, right, we'll talk about it. We'll see or whatever. But he said, he goes, I've always wanted to try it. He goes, I think it'd be fun. And I'm like, yeah, do it. It's a good time. And I said, you know, on the pro climbs, there's a good purse. You're a very talented rider. You got the opportunity to come and have a free day or even make a little money. It'd be pretty cool. Ah, yeah, yeah, that don't hurt. He says, yeah. That don't hurt, so. Yeah. Hell, so hell yeah, yeah, Nick. That hopefully we can help you help you get there. So that'd be awesome. Come on down, Nick. Come on down. Come on. More the merrier. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, All right. Well. What? Are we doing this well, or what? what? Let's do it. Brandon, you're first. I'm calling. All it. right. I my picks are gonna suck. I it's just like I, wanna... I it, this was tough. <clears throat> it's so, so tough. Do we want to just? Each do one class, or do we want to just each do all three classes? Let's like just say, start with 450. All right, I'll do 450. You do 450. Joel does 450. Okay. All right, for my 450, I got Logan Zapala in first, <laughs> JFK second, and Braden Henry taking third. Wow. Okay. All right. Okay. All right, who's next? I can go next. I can go. Go, Joe. All right. Funny, Go, Cowboy, you and I, not only do we have dang near the same haircut, but we're – I got <laughs> I got Logan Sapala 895 with the win. I got JFK in second, but I have Logan Peterson in third. Okay. Okay. Oh, boy. I'm just pulling up last year real quick just to refresh Ooh, that's a good idea. Refresh yeah. everyone's brain. That's um, very good. So last year, 450 class was the machine in one, Philip Hart two, Braden Henry third. Ooh. Okay. Yep. 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 So my picks are very similar as well. I got Logan Sapala in first. Logan Peterson in second, JFK in third. Ooh. Okay. Me and Colby drinking from the same fountain there. Yeah. So basically I'm basing all my picks off of logistics from last year. And Logan Peterson, his podium percentage was yes. Yes. At the races <laughs> he came to last year. Yep. Um, he has not been to White Rose. But like you said, it's 23-esque. Yeah, oh, for sure. Uh, yeah. But besides all that, Logan Peterson just, he's holding a shit ton of talent and speed. He's got the bikes. He's got the the know-how to get it done. Yeah. And I just feel like he's got something to prove right out of the gate, you know? Coming in, I think, you know, well, rumor has it he's doing a full series. Yep. And if you're going to do a full Ooh. series, you're not coming to fuck around. 
Nope. Nope. That's a lot of money traveling to yes. come and dear God, yeah. Come have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the name of the game. I, I think you gotta be there to have fun in order to win, but um that's kind of what I'm basing all this stuff off of here. So that's my picks and I'm sticking to it. Nice. 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 Good luck today, buddy. You want me to go All first right. for twins and cowboys, seeing as I you went first yeah. for four fifty. Go first right. for twins, Joel. And this is, uh, I think these people will be there, but I might pick somebody that's not there. But I, as of right now, I'm thinking these people are there. Okay. Okay. So surprise, surprise! I got eight ninety five with the win. <laughs> but what's better than one Buell? Two. I think Luke Sapala is second. I. And, Oh, nice. I think it's Buell Buell. And okay. Well, this that's is, going off of last year. This is the guy that I happen to know. The bike just left Mueller Motorsports. It's got a fresh tune. It's fast. He's fast. I think Dogger, Matt Elfilish, is on the podium. I, I, that, that bike is fast, and Dogger, he's no joke. He had a fourth last year when he was in Michigan. He... Mm-hmm. He's got it. He's got all the tools. And I think those could be three of the fastest bikes there. So that's where I'm at. Okay. So that's an under the radar pick for me. Um, okay. I like where your head's at there for sure. You're probably not far off. It was super hard to not have Logan Peterson, Jay, or Braden, or <laughs> JFK, or there's so many go on and on. The Twins class is yeah. tough. It's good. There's yeah. about five more players than there was last year. So Dude, it's. Uh, I think all the classes are tough. So yeah, right. yeah. It, I, yeah. I, there's a good chance that besides Logan, I might, I might not even have got. You know, I don't know. It's it could be anybody's ball game in the Twins class, but that's what I'm going. Yeah. For. And the twins class—that's a—that's a tough call for me as well. I mean, we got Joel Faldi, missed winning. He tied for points for God's sakes last year. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> dude's on fire. So, with that being said, I got Logan Sapal in first, Joel Faldi in second, Logan Whoa. Peterson in third. Oh, jeez. I know your bike is a little dated compared to some of the new shit coming out, but you know the hill, you know the competition, you've done well there in the past, so I got to give it to you. But uh, again, honorable mentions, I'm really excited to see Braden's new bike. I think that thing is going to be a rocket ship. Right. The one that Matt's building for uh, Corbin. Yes. It's But it's so many variables. Um, Jay Salstrom, I wanted to put him in there. Yep. Because we seen at the end of the year they had that thing freaking cooking. So yep. um Well and last year yeah, that's, that's a tough one. Can you pull up the yeah. results from last year, Colby? Because I think JFK podiumed last year there. He did. He and did, that, he did get a yes. third on yep. that. And the other thing that I don't know when I was trying to fill out my picks and the only reason I did, I wanted to put the bike in there, but I don't know if it's competing, is the five five bike of Dave Perigo. Who the hell yeah. is riding that 1190? It, I mean, that bike's going to podium. Like, it, it's, yeah. it, I don't know if it's coming, but if it is, it's in the podium. Like, it's one of the fastest bikes ever built. Like, that son of a bitch is going to be on there. But I don't know if it's coming or not. I, I know I talked to Dave, and he said he was coming, but he never said who was riding his bikes or what. But that is a fast freaking yeah. bike. Like, that sucker's on the podium mm-hmm. if it's there. So look out. But, and uh, 
This is why this is going to be the best series ever. Look at this shit. It's crazy. That's right. But what mm-hmm. was, did you have mm-hmm. the results from last year, Kolbs? I got top three. Yeah, well, yeah. that's. Uh... I got Logan in first, Luke in second, JFK in third. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Okay. Yeah. I was under the understanding Luke is not doing the series this year, so that's why I didn't throw that in the mix, because he would have been in the mix if I knew that. But I, last I heard, he is not racing this year. So I cut the scent from what from, he said on the show when he was last on the show. He said, I, "I'm just telling you, I think he's going." I I don't I didn't hear it from shit. Luke, but I live down the hill. Like I hear stuff. Yeah. There's okay. a, I just I heard there's a, I just heard there's a chance he's going, and that's what I hadn't heard. So that I'm thinking he's going. I don't know. I hope the Ellie's going. Luke is super talented, and I love racing with them. So I hope he's going. But I. I haven't heard it from Luke's mouth, but if he's going, it's a threat. That That's no doubt. Yes, for sure. Yeah. I'm selfish, uh, though. I mean, I want to see him ride, but I hope he's <clears> going <throat> just to help me with media stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bring that freaking drone, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, if he's there, that changes everything. Right. I'm sorry, people. But, dude, he hit a second last year. He is on a rocket ship. Yeah, yeah. He knows what the hell he's doing. He's a phenomenal rider. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I, Boy. I, I mean, Luke. He loves to travel. That 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 kid. He is really cool about right. traveling. And it would surprise me that because we've been to that area so much, there's probably just some really good food that he likes there, and he's probably going for that. <laughs> uh, I'll just race while I go out there. Oh, uh, I want a Yingling and a fish sandwich. So I'm gonna head out to York and see what's up. So. He may not even show up to the race. He'll just be out touring. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. It could be. It wouldn't surprise me. So. Hey, he's I don't going, know, like, but he's not. You can let know they the put an In-N-Out burger down in Frederick that's about an hour from White Road. What? Are you shitting me? An In-N-Out? Ooh, I might have to take a detour. Yeah. How the hell? What? I didn't think they went past Texas. There's one in Pennsylvania. No. I, I heard. No, it's in Maryland. In Maryland. Okay. Whew. I heard they're sure putting it's an like In-N-Out an actual... down there. Is it like an actual interrupt? Is this like McDougal's on that one movie? Is it like a knockoff? I, I haven't been down there. So it might be like fucking hot now or cold <laughs> later or something. <laughs> Did you guys have the hot nows when you were out in Midwest? No. no I never know. heard of her. That was one you had over here, and the burger was about the size of a quarter on a regular hot dog bun. Oh, a regular God. hamburger what? bun. <laughs> yes. uh, it was like all bread. The pickle was bigger <laughs> than the burger. Oh, that's Holy funny. cow. Cowboy, all right for twins. My pick for the twins. We got Logan Sapala taking the win. Jay Salstrom in second, and Logan Peterson in third. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. Okay. All right. Well, let Colby go first in the premier class here. Oh man. Okay, so so there's six different people between us in the twins class that we picked. So that's pretty. Yeah, that's yeah. saying something yeah. right there. Yep. <clears throat> um. Okay. This guy is swinging a big old number one, so I feel like there's some confidence coming in. He's got something to prove. At least I like to hope so. He's not coming to mess around. When you got that number one on, you got to fucking perform, right? Jay Salstrom in one, JFK in two, and the the RR in third, Ryan Raza. Woo! Yes. I almost don't even want to go in that order, but th- that's the or- I'm picking that order, but 
I mean, I just feel like that's a podium right there. Oh, yeah. And as we were talking before the show, there's 12 people. Like, this is so tough. Yeah, this exactly. is so tough. It is, this is so, so tough. tough. Exactly. But, Again, I'm basing my stats off of what I seen last year, and Jay ended the, the show with a bang, gaining yes, that number did. one spot. JFK was the most winning rider of the season. Yep. And Ryan Raza was the most impressive newcomer. Electric. In, um, not to take anything away from Caleb Blaine because he came out swinging as well. Yes. Um, but we don't know what Caleb's going to be on. Yeah, and oh. I'm not sure what his program's like. And I know for a fact Ryan is doing the full series on a DeHart bike. And every time he showed up on that bike, he was on the podium. Yep. Caleb Blaine was not on the podium every round. So, Yes. Um, he had some inconsistencies. We'll just say that. Yeah. Um, so that's where I'm going with that. I got, can I change my picks? I'm just kidding. Yeah. Nope. Go ahead. Change I, your no, picks. No, but I do love the confidence of Jay. And I, you know, I think Colby, you'd said, I can't remember if he's on the show or not, but he seems like he's kind of, you know, just got the energy again. You know, like he's, yeah. he's out riding. I, he's motoing at Mankato. You know, he mm-hmm. came and rode with us this spring. I mean, he, he looks good on the bike. He's got that confidence. I mean, I love when he comes down to high water and he's like, last time I rode a bike, I won a championship. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. That's, yeah. that's, that's, yes. that's what champions, that's all they think, you know. And it's like uh, he's got the equipment. He's got the experience. We know he's got the talent. I mean, it's there's there's gatekeepers to this class. John and Jay and Phil, they're the gatekeepers in this class. You have yeah. to beat them to do something special, right? So pack a yes. lunch because it's not easy. And it's, it's that's just going to be this season in a nutshell for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, yeah. All right, Joel, you want to give your picks for yeah, the premiere? This, I mean, I don't – Colby and I, we're drinking from the same freaking fountain here, but not <laughs> not a big surprise. Uh and like I said, just because I don't say your name, let that fuel you, because they're really it was really tough for me to pick, especially this class. It was tough on all of them, but man, just reading yeah. through the names, I know what Caleb Blaine's capable of. I know what all these people are capable of. I've seen it, but I just, you know, this is preseason. I, I got to go Jay with the win. I'm with you, Colby. I just feel mm-hmm. Jay. I think he's got the confidence. He's got the team. I mean, I feel like I feel like him and Braden are really coming together as a team. I see those guys yeah. working together. Yes, yeah. they are. That is so effing huge in mm-hmm. racing. Having uh, some, I mean, J- Jay's always had is crispy. I mean, that you can't ask for more than that. But Braden and yeah. him, they're both in, they're both in they're both in the game, right? Like, yeah, that's huge. Yeah. You know, it's like almost like you know. Logan and Luke, like being in it together, like you got somebody. We see that with a lot of families and a lot of racing, and mm-hmm. I love that. Number two, podium percentages. Yes, I'm going Rasa. I mean, I just Ooh. think, I just think this guy, his potential is unlimited. I think that he's one of them guys where I, I think he was born to ride a nitro bike. I mean, I have never yeah. been more impressed with a person just hopping on a bike and just, it looked like he was like, fuck, if it's got 600 horse, I'm holding it. I mean, who (laughs) the hell rides a bike like that? You know I mean? That guy, he's got confidence and he's got talent. The way he operates that bike, nothing's by accident. 
he is riding those freaking bikes. And I, I hope agree. I'm not wrong. I hope that we see even more good things to come. And once we interviewed him, I was an instant fan. I cheer for people that I want to be like. I like Ryan, his dad. It's, I mean, they're good people. They're the people I freaking mm-hmm. love to race with, you know? So yeah, couldn't keep him off this podium. Come on, Ryan. Let's go. Let's keep that podium percentage up. And one of the, who it was Phil or Jay or Phil or JFK. I I went JFK. I the three gatekeepers. I think Ryan might get get by one or two of them, but you know Jay, Phil, JFK, like those guys, they're not gonna miss on this hill. They're gonna put one yeah. bullet up there, and it's gonna take a special ride to beat them. You know, so right, um, right. yes. And I feel like, and I don't have stats in front of me. I don't know, but just off my really terrible memory i feel like jfk has probably won the first round for maybe like every time i've been there <laughs> You're I think. i'm just gonna question that <laughs> i think i think so it's like it was another like hard one to bet against oh yeah for sure yeah yeah i think he's won the opening round in premier class ever since i've been going i mean he comes out swinging every time yeah. but like i said jay's holding that number one the big d yep in everyone's face so i yep. just i feel like that's i hope it's not pressure like right you know but i feel like he's the man yeah. he's the man to beat right now and he knows that yeah. he's got to come out swinging you know what i mean yep and um yep. uh joel like you said with the the team aspect between uh jay and Braden, i know i was talking to Braden the other day and they're actually finally schmoozing everything together and all their bikes are going to look the same this year so that's really cool too yeah yeah so sweet i'm glad they're finally embracing that team aspect and they're actually gonna you know everything's gonna jive and look the same so that's exciting as well not to get sidetracked here but that's what i do but i kind of feel like uh (laughs) you know jay like stoked the coal into the billy goat to build the monster he is because you know Jay's done a lot for Braden, but he didn't just give him stuff. Like he's made him work his ass off for all the yeah. things that he has. Yeah. And what that does is it makes monsters. Like Braden's not gonna stop. Like he's fueled oh, this yeah. machine and the Billy Goat, he ain't stopping. He's gonna keep on rolling, you know. So hell hell yeah, yeah. That, that's that's pretty fun. Definitely. Say Colby, I, I don't have it up, but do you have the premiere from last year finish? Yep. On yours. We should just touch and see who won. Sorry, I, I was having some issues. John won. No surprise. No like surprise. I said, his yep. percentage is is one there, I think. I yep. mean, Jay yeah, second, Caleb Blaine in third. Yep. Third. Okay. So, again, Caleb Blaine, you know, in his debut was a podium ride. So, again, like I said, it's, it's hard to bet against the Caleb Blaine, but. We don't we don't know a lot about the guy it, this year. I mean, we it, it's it's some of these guys we, just don't share to the world what they're doing. So it's it's hard to know if yep. he's even racing this year, for that matter. I I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's where I didn't know for sure if those guys, if uh, Caleb and Kyle had locked up the wizard rides for this year or not. I didn't know. So that's where I, it's yeah. tough when it's not their equipment and they're borrowing it, like. We had heard Rasa locked up with the heart for the year. We heard that. So that was yep. easy to do that. I hadn't yep. heard if Caleb and Kyle both locked back up with Wizard for the year or not. So Because those bikes are fast. We obviously saw them all last year be fast, yes. you know, so. Mm-hmm. 
All right. So going here to mine, I'm not far off of you guys, but I did put the uh, the old man with the most experience to take the win in round one, Phil Liphart, to take the take the win. Woohoo! Yeah. <clears throat> Right. On the second ride, when he's down and out, nobody expects that he's going to put on a burner and <laughs> knock everybody out. <coughs> second place, let me give it to Ryan Raza. Because, okay. again, Ryan's podium. And in third place, Jay. And I know it's really bad not to put JFK in that podium on that premier class but man he's gonna have his work cut out for him he is you're a gambling man holy cow i am a gambling man i think <laughs> i might have burnt myself not putting jfk in there could have swapped him and phil out i think but I- i'm gonna go with phil because he- you never know you never know i mean he is the wild card <clears throat> yeah and you can't it- put him in there to win every week but there are just some places where he's hard he's to good at white him. rose He's White Rose White is Rose. one of the hills that Phil is hard to beat if he is on his game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so and hard. Like, you want to get devastated right now? I'm going to read the names of the people that finished last year that we should have had on the podium or we could have or whatever, <laughs> you know? But Caleb, right? Logan Sapala. Yes. I mean, he's right, always keeping everybody yep. honest. If it's a rough hill, dang. Kyle Thomas, Trey Hagstrom, the, Justin Fowler. I mean, that's the fastest bike there, right? That's like... He, it wouldn't surprise any of us to see all these names on there. And then, you know, nope. you go down Corbin Davis, you know, there's all there's all kinds of people that in that class that can just tear one off, you know. So it's. Uh, yes. Uh, I, yeah. Our, our picks in that premier class could be totally off. It could be three. Yes. Totally new people. Never been on the podium before in that class. Like, yeah. it's just, and I want to be proved wrong. I want my picks yeah. to be shuffled up. I want to see some new blood up there. But like I said last episode. <clears throat> I'll believe it when I see it, you know, like I'm uh-huh. judging off a of consistency and what I've seen in the past. And, you know, these guys have their little glimpses of glory here and there, but once you're consistent and winning or podiuming every weekend, then we'll start talking about you. But right. Uh, yeah, I got to see it to believe it, man. I, um, I want to see that turbo bike work. I want to see Justin Fowler rip that thing and do consistent things with it. But right. I just, you know, from what we've seen in the past, you know, we're going on year three yep. of that thing, and right. or is it four already? Yeah, and that, three. You know, three, three, three full years, three, I think. Yeah. And that's no yeah, two so full years. I like to believe that at, they're going to have that thing a little more dialed in this year, and Just will be more familiar with it. And right. I want to see him on the podium. Yes, right. absolutely. I, and I but, think it will once once they get the bugs worked out and make it that it's rideable. Mm-hmm. He, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. Yep. But if you go through, like, in that premier class, we were all pretty consistent in staying with that old guard with Jay, Phil, and JFK. Mm-hmm. And only sneaking Raza in there just because, how can you not? I mean, it's, it's he, not, I mean he rode the bike. He rode the bike two times last year and was on the podium both times. So I, I think yeah. all of us have that. It's that last girl you danced with, right? I mean, it's that Rasa mm-hmm. video from last year at Devils. I mean, that sucker has stuck with me for months, right? Like, I yeah. haven't forgot yes. that dude at the top. Thank you, Nitro Pilot, for putting that memory and stick it in my brain. And I haven't forgot it since I saw it. And uh, sorry to put the pressure on you, Ryan, or whatever. I don't know how, but yeah. uh, and uh, it's just exciting to have – people like this and thank you to the DeHarts for offering this write up 
to Ryan, yeah. right? Because, I mean, Absolutely. it just shows the potential of these Nitro bikes when you put some talent on them and what's capable. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's like that turbo bike at that hill. I don't know if that's the exact right hill for that bike because it's the breaker. Yeah. I don't know the if that's breaker, exactly. The breaker, one and off, yep. You know, Freemansburg. We've seen him rip off a pretty hot one. That, um, it might be good there, though, because that second hole shot and that thing just turbo spools all the way to the next yeah. jump. I mean, and I could be completely wrong, but that bike to mm-hmm. me is the bike where you want that long pull. You want Freemansburg. You want that long ass pull where you're just you just accelerating so much faster than everybody else. Or the nitro, it's just whap, whap. It's so quick. It's so quick to get yeah. to speed. You know, that's I, that's mm-hmm. where on a shorter hill, I think that nitro, nothing <clears throat> goes forty feet faster than a nitro bike, you know, so it's tough. No. Not I'm just but let that feel I, I would have to but... say though that <laughs> I would have to say, though, Justin is probably faster between the breaker and the second jump than the Nitro bikes. Oh, definitely. Once it it gets moving, I think he is going faster to the jump than they are. Where they gain it is when he lands, he doesn't get back into that big power Mm -hmm. before the light. This is us just speculating, but I just think those breakers are tough on a bike like that. because I I think they are because you've got to keep the turbo spooled up. The breakers are agree, so tough to go fast. They are just tough because the timing has to be perfect, you know? If he can figure out the timing of that turbo, though, I mean, obviously, you're spooling it up at the whole shot, and you take off, and if you have enough, uh, that thing takes off like, I think it's faster takeoff than anything. I mean, I haven't seen Look, much he gets, rocket he gets out a of the spooled hole. Up. He gets a spooled up on takeoff. Yeah, so if he has enough spool to just rocket the flat spot, and kind of coast up the lip with the first jump and have the clutch in and let that thing spool back up before he crests the peak of the breaker. And, and you know, he's got a full again. boost again, you know? How can I take I, this pen and cross you, you off? You might see him go into orbit if he can do that. Justin Fowler. What? You can't. What's been done is <laughs> done, Joel. Uh, okay, I mean, what done. the hell, guys? I mean, how, you're going to make me cry. I can't do it to you, JFK. I cannot. I just, what the hell? I mean, this is so <laughs> no. tough. How the hell do you do? I mean, it just—that's the talent and the bikes that we have in this series. Yeah. So it's gonna be so fun. The premier class is gonna be so fun this year. Just to watch the bombs get bo- just hit out of the park. I mean, this class is gonna be so freaking fun to watch. Like it's, I, I, uh, yeah, I it I, is. I, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just, I just thought of something. I have Phil in there for the for the win, and he just pulled his bikes out of the trailer from Dayton last weekend yeah that doesn't that, that don't bother me one bit that's fine yeah that's i'm not scared <laughs> yeah, to, to do a full rebuild yeah it's that's fine <laughs> yeah no he knows yeah. what he's but doing. i think that's why i'm picking yeah. him he's gonna have a completely fresh motor right and he'll be working on it till about sunday morning when he leaves to come to white rose right yeah and when he does that is when phil usually does good when he works on bikes all night long and then comes out and just rips yeah. one off right. he'll be buttoning it up sunday morning <clears throat> Cowboy, yeah, sure. just off topic again, but do they okay. do the windows open on the announcer's booth there at White Rose? They yeah. do. I I want to sponsor Jamie with a fast time air horn. We need a, uh, I mean, you know, like those little canister air horns. Yeah, we could L- probably like you had at Washington. Yeah, yeah. We need we need a yeah. fast time air horn. We need. I mean that that I like that. I, I, there's a new fast time. Whoop, I mean, I think that's. Yep. I think that's that a requirement. Great. Yeah, I think. Like, yep. I think right. uh, the 31 race team can can chip in. We can try to get to Fleet Farm and buy a couple air horns because 
I like that. That was pretty cool. You turned and look. You're in line for a fifth sandwich. You hear that horn go off. You're going to want to see what name comes back. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, you're going to need to buy a few of them because he's going to go through. Yeah, he's going to be hitting that a hundred times in well, the weekend. So We should probably message Nancy because he probably pranks Nancy with it all the time. Right when she's starting to write, he probably, he probably fast. We don't even know if Jamie's going to be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we still don't know Jamie's going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboy, he might be sitting in 76 in Philadelphia to try and get over there. Cowboy, are you God. capable of running the fast time air horn? Are you our I can backup run the announcer? Fast time air horn. Are you the backup announcer for White Rose? Or? I may have to be. That's Rob Redman. Rob? It'd be a little hard to, uh, little hard to announce on top of the hill. They'll have to find someone up there for me. The guy on that, who's the gentleman that announces that Freeman's rig? He's solid. That, that dude's awesome. Can't remember yeah, he filled name. in for Jamie last year at round one. Yeah, he's great. He does a great job. He's super fun, yeah. knowledgeable, loves the sport. Dang it, I'm so sorry. I can't remember your name, bud, but really good announcer. It's Mitt. What's that? I think it's Mitt. Mitch, Mitt. I don't remember. I Dang can't remember it. his I'm name. I'm sorry, bud. He's got, he's got <laughs> a badass. His, his dad was the announcer of White Rose for a long time, old okay. Fritz, and he was a great guy. Dude's got a badass Hawaiian motorbike shirt. Oh man, I jealous. love his Hawaiian moto I love shirts. That. That's sick. <laughs> he got him and I were fast friends when I saw that shirt. So yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. No, we got Those covered. Are awesome. So yeah, I gotta I gotta try to, I, I gotta get the old the man's mall fleet farm and try to pick up a couple of them air horns. There you go. Okay. The man's mall. The man's mall. So fleet farm, is that like tractor supply? Oh cowboy. Fleet farm Come is on. the Walmart of hardware stores no don't Col- okay it's, you can't it's not don't even don't even try to label it i mean cowboy if you <laughs> can't is, if, if you can't buy it at fleet farm cowboy you don't need it okay <laughs> they sell butter okay they sell boots they sell guns okay that's all you need to know that's, do, that's do i have your thing. attention they sell you Milwaukee have my power attention. tools they sell Everything. I mean, Fleet Farms got it. It is it is a store in the Midwest here. They have everything. Yeah, it's good. But yeah, it's tractor supply. It's yeah. tractor supply on like I don't know steroids. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's a big box store. Yeah. Yeah. I bought I mean, my our tractor supply sells guns. That yeah Not okay the one here. Not the one here. Yeah, ours don't. I mean, not like handguns, but you can get like. 22s and shit there tractor oh. supply here is probably my house is bigger than tractor supply yeah. oh tractor supply here is like the size <clears throat> yeah. of a dollar general yeah oh yeah no yeah, our, yeah. fuck our dollar general is the size of walmart's around here well frick wow okay you guys well, go big there yeah, you, and you got an in and out so fuck uh, off yeah Hey, you, you know what? Where I live, the only store you have is a Dollar General, okay? I was going to say, if you guys got Dollar Generals that big, you must go through a lot of paper towels. <laughs> it's the only store you got in the town is a and Dollar General. zebra duct tape. We have three Dollar Generals within five miles of each other. Good God. Oh, man. Uh, we go from picking podiums uh, to talking Dollar General and Fleet Farm. I don't, I'm sorry, fan. I, I, I don't know what, what's yeah. wrong with us here, but I'm sorry, uh, Buell Motorcycle. Yeah, I'm sorry, Buell Motorcycle. <laughs> and Eagle yeah, I'm sorry, guys. We're, I mean, I don't know. Apparently, we we messed up not having a guest this week. That's that's on us. That's on us. No, uh, no. 
I, I think the people like when we get sidetracked and get on goofy stuff. Yeah. I was going to say, if there's anybody listening, you know, that's not going to be at White Rose, if there's somebody that you want to hear from, shoot me something on Insta. I'll go up and try to get an interview. If there's people, somebody that someone wants to hear from, I'm going to try yeah. to go get an interview. I, I really, really want to get an interview or two with a club member out there. The club members are so awesome at White Rose, and they, they have a yeah. ton of them out there. So, and yep. I, I need a, I need a fish sandwich review too. I need, I need to get out and get a fish sandwich review mm-hmm. on there. It's tough because it's tough to get why they're serving them, but I'm gonna try. So, that'd be great. Yeah. Like it is, stuff. it is hard to get them, especially when you're riding and trying to get everything ready. It's, they sell on things so damn quick. Right, and I mean, how, how do you go and ask a stranger if you can have a bite of their sandwich? That's just, that's not a conversation <laughs> I've ever had before. You just you go up with a nitro mud sticker. You hand him the nitro mud sticker and say, "Can I have a bite of your sandwich for this sticker?" <laughs> that is how you do it, Joel. Maybe right I'll there. just ask somebody that's got. I'm gonna try to find somebody that's got like tartar sauce in their beard to get the review from. I'll get I'll get a foodie. I'll get I'll get somebody. That's else. right there. That's you get an interview with a fan eating a fish sandwich. Uh, That's how you get your fish sandwich. We all got goals, yeah. right, cowboy? We all got goals. That's right. Yeah, I got I to get I've been there. going yeah, okay. since, what, 2016, and I've never had a goddamn fish sandwich. Yeah. I haven't had a fish never sandwich there. Never had time to do it. Probably I've, since, like, 2012. I've heard a rumor that they bring a tray They're of sold out till I get there. Yeah, I've heard a rumor that they bring a tray into the pits, but they've never made it past the bathrooms because they're just they, everybody grabs them. But I don't know if that's true or not. So. <laughs> I've never seen them bring them back to the pits. Okay, all right. <laughs> that's why they call them rumors. Okay, all right. That's all right. right. All right, all right. Uh, are you going to institute that little uh, blue uh, blocking thing that they got up there? Colby on the jump. Remember that little fifty gallon the the, the shrapnel collector? Oh boy, the- I could probably really benefit <laughs> from something like that. But yeah. I made it this far without it. We'll see. Okay, all right. I've been trying to figure out a way uh, in my head how to make barriers at the at the breakers that would dub as branding platforms. Hmm. Oh, and also block roost from the people standing on them, mm-hmm. such as a photographer like myself. Hmm. Yeah, that's tough. Um, and make it portable that you can take to every round, or what? Well, I don't know. I think it'd be it would be specific to each round because every place is different, unfortunately. But I don't know, man. I mean, that would almost be getting on the club. to all build some kind of some kind of so stand for you to stand on. Well, that's the thing, too. I don't like being in one spot the whole time. Is that yeah. net branding, the American Hill Climb? Could you cut like a you know eight-foot section of that and just put like six stakes on the eight feet or whatever? You know, just pounding a bunch of stakes to kind of toughen it up and zip tie that in. Is that stuff tough enough? Or would it grab some rocks or no? Well, yeah, but that only goes up to my waist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah. Doesn't block well, my dough. You just have to... Yeah. Could you double yeah. Yeah. Figure something out. Lens. That's a good idea, Colby. Yeah. Lens of my camera. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I'm dealing with some some pretty expensive equipment nowadays too, and that's oh, the right. tough part. If if you're roosting me, yeah. your shot is done for. Yeah. Sorry, I'm yeah. not risking no, don't. my equipment. <laughs> no. For yeah. So try and keep it in a straight line, folks. Yeah. 
Yeah. But the roost is <sighs> extremely hard to avoid. It's a never ending battle yeah. with this sport and well, yeah. you know, whatever. That and all I, I just refuse to sit on a tripod at the bottom of the hill or whatever and just film the whole no. event from one spot. No, I can't sure. do that. I gotta move around, I gotta get different angles. No, you hiking mingle. up and down makes for great content and you're just so well, many yeah. different places. You can't make a highlight video from the same spot. No. It's just no. not le- it's not fun. No. No. But it's- we'll have some extra content too from you. I did hear that uh Todd Penson on the Yos Hill climbing will be a white rose. Oh cool. Cool. Good deal. That's awesome. Stay out of my way. There, so he'll be there <laughs> I'm <filming>. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. More the merrier, bro. But you know that's he awesome. finds a spot and that's he homes himself there all day. So very yeah. cool. No, he's doing a good thing, man, and that's yeah. that's great. He's coming. That's a good sign for our sport too. It's bringing in yep. more people that are interested in uh, capturing everything, and he's got a you know great thing going. So yeah. that's cool. That's very yep. cool. I love what he's doing. Definitely. Me too. All right, you guys ready? Let's move on to hill climbers only because I saw some pretty interesting stuff on there this week you know it's funny Ooh. you mentioned that um there was a you nitro bike on, on there old there Jeff was that bike. Wow. that was one of the ones i was talking about so and i didn't even know i messaged josh mueller and i'm like hey better buy <clears> this <throat> thing for the weekend and then just resell <laughs> it at the end so let's go do this and Evan he said Clow. it wasn't a bad idea so i might be onto something yeah okay, evan Clow. he's originally from up in the New England states and now living down North Carolina. So this is a nitro bike in non-hill climb territory down wow. there in the Carolinas. Wow. Interesting. Looking to sell our nitro bike. We got this bike from Jeff Thomas a few years ago. It was redone and never used it. It's an XS 750. Comes with the chain tire and 21-inch paddle tire. Hmm. $7,800 or best offer. Wow. Seems reasonable. Yeah. Dang. So this would kind of be like the first generation of what like Jason Smith bikes were. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if it comes hey. with the the rear fender or not. No, because we weren't. They didn't run rear fenders back then, so you'd have to fab a rear fender for it to be legal. Okay. Unless, Unless you, you just paddle. ran the paddle. Right. Holy shit! They were running chains without that. That's insane. Oh yeah. That's stupid. Well, a couple guys got a uh, messed up pretty good. That's why they went to went to making the yeah fender mandatory. It's no wonder why, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Joel's favorite goon, Otis Cook, is looking for some hill climb bikes for sale. Ooh. Yeah. Well, that's all because he's went and sold his. So. Yeah. What the fuck? Come on, Otis. Come on, Otis. Got that cookie money. Otis. Figure it out. Dude. Yeah. Go buy Kevin Newman's 450. Ooh, yeah. Go buy mine. Yeah. Go buy Joel's. Yeah. Go buy Joel's. Come on. Yeah. Messaging, messaging, man. You yeah. could probably sell that thing this weekend. Yeah. All right. And we got Austin Welch just selling a YZ 580, 4,500 or best offer. Oh, nice. Oh, boy. Keegan Dales, my favorite goon. <laughs> he's feeding right into fourth beer pinned here i feel like this is almost staged no what he's is, looking is for extensions, extensions for an 86 500 big sky oh my god <laughs> come on, come on. 
Like, I think those were on. They were for sale on here. Those were those extensions I was trying to buy for the studio. I thought an eighty-six. Yes, they were. Came that with they would have worked. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I bet he's gonna, he's going to be at the Big Sky. So just stop over at High Tech. I bet they got a set of extensions for that over there. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Did, did you see uh, um, that Ken Kaplan built that? Kaplan, or uh, I think it's Ken Kaplan or whatever, Kaplan America. Yeah. And yep. uh, he built that KX500 and he was holding some extensions up to her. I was like, that's pretty cool. He's, yes. sure he's got, he'll climb bikes on there every now and then. Yeah. Like the I, Hulk bike. I'd like to meet that guy someday. He seems yeah. pretty neat. That guy just loves bikes. It's so cool to yeah. see him and his family. And <clears throat> I guess his son's super yeah. legit rider. So, I mean, it'd be fun to keep see them guys hill climbing. So, thanks for, yep. thanks for showing off the extensions on there, Ken. That was pretty cool. Yep, and then we got uh, Scott Meeks has an '89 KX500 for sale and an '07 RMZ450 aluminum frame. Has extensions. Has and extensions. Otis Cook is already trolling him. Nice. Sixty-five hundred. Otis is offering him fifty-two hundred. Will it? Wow. Will it take it. Will it take it? Mm. Scott, take it. Otis will be in Wyoming. He will take that off your hands this weekend. Yep. Yeah. Get Cash. It. Take Get it, it Scott. Yep. Get it going. Hell, give it, give him a deal. You still, he still got that KZ for sale too. So sell Otis both of them. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, dude. Give it, give him a deal. Ten grand, Package take both deal. bikes. Package deal. <laughs> I think that was it for the bikes for sale. Austin Welch has a YZ five eighty, forty five hundred yeah, bucks. Yep. Uh, it doesn't say the year, but it looks like it's a bit dated. You know, again, another looking for extensions for a 2003 CRF 450R. I, do people not listen to us? Like, I guess not. We, oh. The best extensions on the market. Like We JSI. try and sell them every week. Yeah, they probably have. All extensions. people in the world, goon climbers, should know where to fucking go for extensions by now. Right, yeah, the, you'll have them next week. <laughs> Come on, you yeah. guys. Right. Well, how the Goon Climbers, they got a guy in their group that's making little shorty extensions for free riding. Right. Saw that. Extensions for an 86 CR500 have got to be the easiest engineering feat on the planet, too, by the way. Yeah. You just slide some aluminum in with the swing arm and mold <laughs> yeah. it in place. Throw some holes in a bar of aluminum, you're done. If you were if you were going to engineer those, cowboy, or, uh, Colby, how many self-tapping screws would come with it? Oh, you'd need a whole box okay, for sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. At least 20 for the swing arm and right. throw a few in the tire while you're yeah, at it. Throw the leftovers in the tire. Yeah, put a couple self-tappers in there. It should be fine. Okay, that, yeah, done deal. That really sounds uh, something that you'd see over in France with self-tappers holding the extensions <laughs> on. <laughs> All right, so. Oh, we got Austin Tyler selling some RMZ wheels. Oh, yeah. nice. An 18-inch. Two and a two and a half inch wide rim, sixteen paddle viper. Nice. Yeah. If you got an RMZ, you should go ahead and buy those right up because yeah. why not? And it's probably gonna going to help the uh, efforts to go to France. So yes. Sure. Get on that. Um speaking of France though, uh, Matt reached out to us and wanted us to discuss a topic. I don't know if we want to get into it now cuz it's probably going to take an eternity to debate this, but 
There is okay. a car hill climb going on in Pennsylvania the same weekend as White Rose in Freemansburg, apparently. And he wants yeah, us to the... debate the usage of the name hill climb versus, you know, obviously moto climb or something else. We're beating a dead horse in his eyes using the word hill climb, but well, I don't know where to go with I, that. I can, I, I get his it point. It sucks, but from it sucks, yeah. No, but from this, that that has been around for a hundred years. They've been doing that race forever. Mm-hmm. That is like rich snooty people hill climb motorcycle hill climb fans do not go to that car hill climb it is a pretty agree. much a vintage expert thing it is like you know the that big richie island where all the fancy rich people go for their cars in california yeah. okay catalina that it is like that it is it is a totally totally different crowd it's like pga golfers and Guys that go to the pitch and putt and hit golf balls and drink beer. I get that they're two totally different ball games. It sucks that the outsiders don't realize that it's two totally different things. You see a a sign for hill climb and people that think it's motorcycles are confused. I get that part and I get why Matt changed his series to moto climb. I get all that, but I feel like changing it now is kind of digressing everything like we've been using this name for a hundred plus years why change it now it's it's people know it it is what it is what else do you call it besides moto climb and is it really helping anything by changing it i don't know i don't think so and the thing is i really don't think it would i I don't think it would dip with Matt, I, like, I don't think it would help in, in that instance with that going on. And that event does not hurt the White Rose or Freemansburg's attendance. Like I said, that's car hill climbing and motorcycle climbing are totally different crowds. And then yeah. you, Joel, are you having a stroke? Climbing. No, I just, okay, I, I, I was just, I thought I better double check before I say something. But like, you know, I got a bunch of posters <laughs> on the wall here, you know, advertising. Uh-huh. And not one of them says hill climb, they say motorcycle hill climb, right? Yeah. Yes, Every sure. poster says motorcycle hill climb. When you Google search, and I just did it, motorcycle hill climb, the very first thing that po- pops up, impossible hill climb, one of those huge car tire bikes, right? Mm-hmm. That's hill yeah. climb, right? That's what we think is hill climb. The next thing that comes up, impossible Labresse hill climbing. The next thing, American Motorcycle Association hill climb. The next thing, Dayton Motorcycle Club. We've mission yep. accomplished. So, this is exactly what we want people to see. So I, I don't yeah, have an issue. Yes. If I put in dirt bike, I'm not going to see a hill climb bike. I'm going to see something yeah. else. It's a motorcycle hill climb. But I get with Matt, yes. and he's not wrong. He's definitely not wrong. No, he, he, he's not wrong. But I just... Because um, if you just put in the words hill climbing, you'll get the right. Labrace. You'll get some cart. You'll get Pike's Peak, and you'll get that. Right. And you get some bicycle stuff. Right. And I've I, done it. You, I, mean, you do if you it, just put in hill climbing, I, but Joel, if you put motorcycle your, in front of it, right. you yeah. get our sport. Right. To to stew you. Yeah. To your point. Yeah. <laughs> to your point, Joel. Right. With proper branding and doing branding right, there should never be an issue. Yeah. If you're branding it as a car hill climb, you don't. You know, you brand it as a car hill climb. If it's a motorcycle hill climb, you brand it as a motor hill climb. You have pictures, you have visuals. Right. You brand it a certain way. 
and that should clear up all the freaking confusion in the world. Right. Uh, I'm just... Speaking of branding, some of these clubs need to get better with their posters and not just have the white poster with the drawing that was made 75 years ago. Can we just say not some, but all? Except okay. for okay. any and of them. Dayton does a good job. Yeah. No, the West Coast, man, they do their advertising is on fire and on spot. Yeah. But like some of these East Coast clubs, they've been using the same advertisement for 75 years. Right. I agree. Uh, I'm White Rose, right they now. finally got rid of the drawing and they put a picture from the 90s on the bike. Right. On yeah. The photo. I'm looking at the poster for White Rose last year right now, and it's a picture of. Bees went. Yep. There you go. Bees went. What year is that? The last time Bees went road was 1998. Okay. There you have it. Uh, Why? But, Why are we doing that? You know, and I well, this is kind of an old topic, obviously, and good to talk about it. And, you know, like I've just said, Matt's not wrong at all about the moto climb and the hill climb thing. But the other thing that yep. like I kind of realized mm, traveling talk. around and going things, I think a lot of hill climbs would aspire to have the following that a lot of the East, Clo- East Coast hill climbs do or did. Right? Yes. Like they I they would. Pogue's hole? Come on. It was a spectacle. Thousands of people, tons of fans. Yes, they worked extremely hard, but they made an unbelievable event. Our goat, the Dayton Motorcycle Club, the Devil Staircase, they mm-hmm. do it right. They 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 have a huge fan base. It's a huge party. They do it right. White Rose, Freemansburg. Muskegon, they 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 have had these events for many many years. They have a large fan base. They're not they're not trying to reinvent the wheel. They have they have the recipe that people want, right? And it's mm-hmm. awesome yeah. to see that. And let's but, be realistic: we're not going to have a hundred thousand spectators at these events. But man, when you no, can yeah. get five thousand spectators or three thousand spectators. Clubs can operate a profit, and that's what we all need. They need a profit. They need to make some money, and they're doing it. So it's working, you know. I, I that, but on that, like Dayton has that, but they're trying to get even more. So like Dayton's already advertising for their race in October. That's awesome. Yeah, they're killing it. Yeah, okay, I live here they're... for White Rose. I have not heard one advertisement on a radio station that people actually listen to. Sure, they and advertise Dayton on the oldie the... station that they all listen to. Hmm. But they don't have it on the rock station that everybody listens to, the country station that everybody listens to, the R&B station that everybody listens to. Yeah. Yep. Like Joel said, uh, Dayton is our our bread and butter. They're, I mean, they I do mean, everything. They kill it. They, right? kill, they kill it. They do everything yep. they so do good it. there. It's so awesome. Everyone needs to take notes from what they're doing. And If all the promoters could better. take notes for what Dayton's doing and what Mike Mastrata did, These clubs would have no issues getting people in. And I I just think, like, you know, Matt's intentions are to get big sponsorship. And I don't know. I'm just guessing. Please. I'm not. I don't know. But he wants to get. No, I think he wants wants to bring in that big sponsorship. And he's doing his things where he thinks he can bring in the factory support into the sport. And And where I think you're going to get it. Well, that's all besides the point. But I think where you're going to get yeah. that is by having huge personal crowds at each event where someone can yes. come and be like, oh, there's an ocean of people here. It'd be cool to have my sign up. There's a flipping ocean of people, right? That's where I think, where I think yeah. Matt's trying to do it more on the, the media, the digital side, 
And that that's a great yeah. way to do it as well. I know nothing about it. I don't, that's where I've asked people with 50,000, 100,000 followers, what do you monetize from that? And I've never got an answer. Like, I don't understand. But I do know one thing. Yeah. If the base city hill climb gets 5,000 people to come through that gate, they're making a fucking ton of money, right? That that's what yeah. they, And that's going to come back to everybody, right? So, yeah, it'd be cool if I had or we all had, you know, 250,000 followers. And I'm sure you can leverage a bunch of income that way. But the one thing I'm guaranteed, and I'm old and I know it's dumb, but if we get a bunch of butts and a bunch of seats drinking beer, hooting and hollering, and booing that cowboy's decision at the top of the hill <laughs> – People are making money. People are having fun, right? So that's where I think yes. it should be. I think you should lead that way. Get huge crowds. Get lots of people. The, the yeah. people will see a tangible asset and want to help, want to do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we veered away from the topic at hand a little bit. Oh, yeah. You think? We did. We always do. <laughs> um, um, I still haven't got Cowboys uh, podium in the premier class. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I don't think changing the name – from hill climb to anything else is going to get more or less butts in the seats. I get the confusion. I get where Matt's coming from 100%. Yeah. Do I think it needs to change on East coast ends? Especially not. I don't no. think that's going to help or no. change anything. Hill climb is hill climb. Yes. There's a bunch of different genres of it, but you got to brand it. If you want people to know what you're doing, you brand it right. Uh, you show visuals, and all will be well, in my opinion. Um, yeah. As far yeah. as social media goes, that's like I feel like that's where Matt's big point of view would be. Um, yeah, it's it's all fucked. Um, yeah. Hill climb does not own the social media market. No, uh, motorcycle hill climb for that um, does not own the social media market one bit. And to that point, if NFL for that for topic's sake, uh, if no one started showing up to you know pro football games right it's going to be the downfall of that sport yep. they're not going to rely on just tv time yeah um yeah if i just don't see like not having butts in the seats is beneficial to any sport right um you need i feel like that it's crucial especially to like you guys were talking about the big sponsors and stuff right say I mean, uh, a big sponsor wants to sponsor a, a moto climb event or whatever. Right. And they see his attendance. That might be a turnoff a little bit. And right. then his argument is, well, I have so many followers on social media. Right. I'm getting it out that way. Right. It's like, well, is that tangible? We haven't seen much tangible evidence of a huge following on social media being really beneficial. I yeah. mean, if it was, he would have the world in his hands. Right? Uh-huh. Right. I mean, yeah, American Hill Climb doesn't have any uh, title sponsors or anything, but, um, well, I don't think we're in a much different place. We have more spectators. We're getting it in that way. We're making money there. Yeah. It's a give and take, but no, and I, I just don't know, man. Like, there's not a whole lot of data to yeah. show what's working and what's not. Right. We're a small. No one's sharing yeah. their, no one's showing their, their results, and it's. Who freaking knows, yeah. man? I don't know. And I think it's... <laughs> is moto climb right. saving the world? Right. Is the word hill climbing saving the world? Neither one of them are. And, and you know, I think... I, I think it's a it's a valiant idea that he had to try and do something. I respect Some that 100%. It. it was worth I, I a shot. I respect what he did. Why not? Why not try? Right. 
and, and he may be on something. It may grow, and maybe in years it'll hill climb will go away. It'll be called become moto climb. Maybe moto climb will go away, and it'll get back to hill climb. Well, that yeah. and I think With that, that is his series, moto <clears throat> climb super series. That's perfect. That's the perfect name for his series. I do. I wouldn't yes. want to and, hear it any other way. No, I, I love it. No. And but that's his series, and it's not the same. Yeah. It's not even close to the American hill climb East. It's com- they're so different now. It's completely it's different. Completely yep. different. They're structured different. You have different riders. It's going after different riders now. It doesn't even want the same riders that we have. It's they're different. So great. It's better that mm-hmm. it's got a different name. If that was uh, American Hill Climb California, it would it, it it now it wouldn't make it makes sense that it's Moto Climb Super yeah. Series. It is yeah. very or, centric mm-hmm. to what it does. <clears throat> I've spent thousands of dollars traveling and racing that series to support it. Like I love it. Like it's it's another form of racing. That's not yep. my ideal form, but I still support it. I love it. I love what they do. I mean, their hills are epic. I like that they're trying stuff yeah. different. I think that, you know, it's super successful in what it does, but it is not the same thing as Double Staircase, Freemansburg, White Rose, no. Muskegon, American Hill Climbing. Yeah. Nope. It's different. And that's yeah. there's and nothing it, wrong with it being different. It's awesome that it's different. Yeah. I love it. because And that term, yeah. that term works great for a series because if it was the Hill Climb Super Series that yeah, it doesn't, doesn't have the same no. ring. It doesn't have the same Moto ring. Like, Super Series just has that. Like, it rolls off the tongue just perfect. It sounds perfect. It is what it is. That's great. Like, I would, like I said, I wouldn't want to hear it yeah. any other way. Moto Climb Super yeah. Series. That's It just on, sounds good. It yep. sounds awesome. Right. But and in on that the, same, same, the same aspect, American Hill Climb wouldn't sound as cool being American Moto Climb. Exactly. But in my same breath... Um, what was I going? Where was I going? Help me out. I don't know. Uh, I, I can interject. Damn it. I can interject. But for me, and I'm guessing that similar to a lot of racers, when people see, uh, and they're like, oh, you, you ride dirt bikes? But like, oh, yeah, I do a little racing. And you say, oh, what do you do? I say, I oh, hill climb motorcycles. They're like, you run those big, huge, long, long bikes with the freaking wicked wheel on the back? That's the first thing everybody always says. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I, I'm like, well, kind of. Yeah. I don't have the really cool ones like that, but mine are a little shorter and lot of rubber instead of chains but i do similar things to those but that's what most people have always said to me growing up because when you hear motorcycle hill climb you think of jay's r1 phil's triumphs like those are the bikes you see on pictures around here that stick out as an actual hill motorcycle hill climb bike right and uh so i'm not running from that i love that i love that when i go to american hill climb east People are coming in to watch those bikes do things that motorcycles aren't supposed to do. Go that fast up yep. those hills. They are custom-built yep. bikes yep. for those hills, and they are extremely good at going fast on those hills. They work perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what I was going to say okay. is as much confusion as it is having the word hill climb used in all these different genres, like it has been for hundreds of years. Yep. Yes, that is confusing, but just as confusing now you've changed it to moto climb. I feel like that is creating a whole different level of confusion in the same time. Like now people, I get we're like five years deep into this moto climb thing and people are, you know, obviously he's got a huge following and everything, but still that created a whole new batch of confusion because now people are trying to catch up to like, okay, so moto climb, you're telling me moto climb. Is like hill climb, but it's not hill climb. It's hill. It's this and that and this and that. So it also created its own little bit of confusion in my book. Right. 
if you're asking yeah. me. Because yeah. now you're you're trying to reinvent the wheel right. and change uh, the name of something that's very similar to Hill Climb. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and, rebranding and everything like that is all good, but when it's a sports has been called something for over a hundred years. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going on 120 years in some places of being hill climb. Yeah. 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 I just don't think it makes sense to change. Um, yeah, and, I, and Matt, you know, would I, I agree with what you're doing? Would the great American sound as cool? The great American hill climb or the great American moto climb. Right. It's just so difficult. You know, 120 like, plus years. Ta- the great American hill climb. Right. Talking these topics, you know, know and it, it just, it's so tough because we all understand, you know, I remember Matt saying to me years ago that it, I, I asked him, I'm like, were you a racing at Carnegie or what got you involved and what made you start doing all this? And he just said like, man, I just, you know, I saw these really talented riders and I felt that they weren't getting their, their justice and reward for what they were putting into it. And that was kind of mm-hmm. what he told mm-hmm. me it had fueled his, you know, fire to promote and do all the things that he's doing. And that comes through. It's definitely comes through. And I hate it. It like, definitely does come through. He is talk, passionate. Talking with you guys. And it's so difficult for me because I have opinions just like you guys and everybody else does, but I try to do my best to give my opinion, but also support these people that are putting this effort in. You know, the heads mm-hmm. of these series, they're, like Matt had said, they're running on passion, right? And I, I, it's yeah. so hard because I, I, want, I want to support, but I also have my opinions, and I don't know if they're right or wrong. And that's what's so tough about being a leader in these sports is you're going to get everybody's opinions, and maybe none of them are right or maybe all of them are right. You just don't know, and it's, it's so hard to pick the direction that you go. Yeah. But Matt, you know, he's done well, a lot of things for the sport. He's opened a lot of doors. And I think it's almost yep. beneficial to him now that we have American Hill Climb East and American Hill Climb West. Because now it's not four series. It's Moto Climb, yeah. Rockwell, and America. It's three. And that, and you know, let's hope someday it's two. And that would even be better, you know? Because now, mm-hmm. because yeah. especially with Rockwell and American Hill Climb, they're not that much different. They're very, very similar. Just, you know, but with Moto Climb, they do want to do some things different, and that's great. And that yep. this is a regional niche sport. It's extremely obvious to anybody that does it. Nobody travels from coast to coast in a race. Matt's been doing this for how many no. years? Maybe besides Logan and myself, there's one person that's ever done it without having their bikes hauled for them, getting show-up money, doing everything. Nobody does that, right? So let's just do what it is. It's a regional sport. They're all going to have their own little identity, and that's awesome. Let's just thrive on those identities. It's not going to be we're – not, we're not the Supercross series. We're not going to be outdoor <laughs> motocross. We're, we're a long ways and probably will never get there, and that's fine. There's nothing – there's mm-hmm. no problem with that. But uh, that's where it's tough for me is, like, I want to support Matt, but I also want my opinions heard because this, we all have this passion, just like all of us on here and the guests we have, right? So. Yep. That's right. I'm 100% behind what Matt's doing and everything. And moto climb is moto climb and hill climb is hill climb. And it's still my Matt has taken a totally different direction. He's redefining his vision of what the sport is. And that's moto climb. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. I think what the other series are still doing is still traditional hill climb. Yeah. Yep. 
And the great thing about opinions is uh, they're yours, and there is no yep. right or wrong answers with this whole thing. Yep. Joel, yep. Pinion? There's no exactly. right or wrong. Exactly. There's no and right you know or wrong. What? Matt, just opinions. Matt wouldn't have brought up and asked us to debate this if he didn't have thick skin and could take what we were going to say. He wants our yeah. opinion. Yeah. And well, like and, I said, and I, that's I, what I like about Matt. He doesn't get butt hurt when you have a different opinion than him. Yeah. yeah. And that's, you know, you put, and we've talked about this, like with the money and the series and the talent. And let's say Motoclimb had a five series event and each event had a hundred thousand dollar purse with a half a million dollar purse total overall. Right. Real, real money yeah. involved in that. Guess what? Almost nobody racing hill climb would compete. The, the level of talent, we see it. I mean, yes, Logan, a few people have competed with these pros, but there's a reason these people ride. Josh Hill, there's a reason he gets paid to ride a dirt bike. He's got that sauce that nobody else has, right? It's like it, mm-hmm. it, it's, this, it's the sad yeah. truth of what would happen if this sport ever got extremely successful is the people that are currently doing it would not be very tangible in the sport. It just wouldn't happen in that form. Well, you know? yeah, so point. that's the other thing that's kind of hard to get people like me to buy on because I know the truth. You know, it's like a, you can't run from that. Yeah. We want to be re- relevant in our own sport. When you change it enough, it's we're not going to be. So it's hard, you know. If it was I, I favored it was towards because some traditional of those, hill climb bikes, yeah, maybe. If it was like the you know, nitro American and, American hill climb got that big because I can tell you now, there's very very few of those highly talented motocross supercross riders that are going to hop on a nitro bike and go to Devil Staircase and yeah. I agree with Brandon Ryan Raza over the top of the hill. In the Moto Climb series, yeah, you're right, Joel. But I think when it comes down to custom built nitro shit, the core guys are going to dominate that still. Unless, yeah. unless you're, you're going to have some, some talented crazy guys. reason Yamaha, KTM, and all these people get on board and start building crazy nitro shit, that's not going to happen. But just look at yeah. Josh Hill at Pogues, right? Like, Put a yeah, mil- but he was on borrowed bike. Put a million dollar purse and have it for ten years, right? Who the hell's gonna yeah. win it? It's not gonna be a single person that rides hill climb right now. It's good if you got a million dollar purse. People that, but the you know that's what I'm saying. You know, I'm just, I'm just the guys with the bikes like- are the gatekeepers. They don't have to put these guys on their bikes. <laughs> that's true. That's You'd true. be fucking <laughs> stupid if you were Jay to put Josh Hill on your bike at a million dollar purse event. You'd be fucking stupid, right? <laughs> but but here's the thing: you got a hill like Pogue's Hole, and it had a million dollar purse. I, talent kind of goes out the window of Pogue's Hole, like yeah, a little bit though. But Josh you, at Hill the, still at the won bottom, it. and to get it there, like <laughs> Josh Hill still wanted his first time on a nitro bike. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's that's, that's the luck of the rare. draw, and it's there, there's so many variables on a hill like Pogue's Hole. There, there just is. Like I I still think a hill like Pogue's Hole that. Anybody can win at any yeah. given time. But when you got that much like, talent, those variables don't mean a whole lot. But let's they don't. But when you get up in there and you find a hole that's as big as the fucking motorcycle that swallows you up in the sand. Yeah. Well, the most talented guy in the world is not going to get through that if he didn't know it was there. But here's what's cool, and that's what's cool about hill climb is we don't have Ken Roxon in our sport. We don't have Ryan no. Dungey in our sport. A Ryan Villapoto. You know, we have uh, Ryan Raza. We have Ryan Raza. But we have Ryan Raza. What we have is we have talented people for our sport on crazy cool bikes. Like, it's entertaining. Yeah. Our sport 
is fun to come this weekend. Get a fish sandwich. Have a beer. Listen to Jamie talk. I mean, it's entertaining. It is fun to sit and watch our sport. You get to see a difference in talent. In our sport, there's a big difference between the podium and 15th place. That talent pool, it's it's diverse, right? Where mm-hmm. when you go to a lot of races, it's hard to see. It's when you're at a at a uh, you know late model race, it's kind of hard to see the, the actual talent and the drivers. But in our sport, it shows, and that's where mm-hmm. I think that what we offer is something that is a spectacle, and it's very very cool, and that's why it's been around for so damn long. I mean, it's yeah. crazy how long it, our sport has been around, and it's super fun to be a part of. And I love how all three of us have a little bit different opinion about this topic. I think that's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. I just want to double back too with the whole branding thing. Um, if you look at an American Hill Climb flag banner or whatever and mistake it for a car race, you're also living on under a rock because there is a motorcycle right in the logo. Right. Yes. So I think that only really affects the amateur stuff that is that are doing, you know, lackluster branding with these, you know, like Brandon said, the old school posters and shit. I mean, most hill climb posters, motorcycle hill climb posters have a dirt bike on them. Right. Even if it's from 1989, whatever. Right. <laughs> it's still a motorcycle on the poster. There's no confusion there. Right. Um. Well, and it just going more and more like Colby, like last year, like you just crushed it so hard. Like the the results of the race, like last year, how you were spitting out results. We still don't have a points total from American Hill Climb West. I don't know from the two rounds who's leading or whatever, you know, where I love that you had all that information. That That's where I love how you have upped the game for the media. That was something where a lot of the series, it's hard to get results. Well, if we want a fan base, if we want people to follow, we need to get the personality of the riders out there. We need to keep track of the points, who's doing what and when and where. And those are very important things. You know, statistics. People freaking mm-hmm. love charts and statistics. How you had the riders' yep. pictures on the damn points thing last year, Colby. I thought maybe it's just because I'm a rider. But that was the coolest thing ever. Like, that was cool. Like, that was so neat. No, that, that, that you was pull it awesome. And you see, you had it. I mean, I love that. That's so professional. And that's how we're going to get a fan base. And we have fans. There's hill climb fans that come to these races at White Rose. I'm going to see people that I met last year there that came back to watch the race. That's fans. Mm-hmm. That's, yep. They want the statistics. I love that our fans listen to this podcast, get information, are pissed at our picks in the premier class because they were picking to have Caleb get back to the top of the podium, and we didn't. You know, We have fans, and that's awesome, and we need to encourage that. And by giving them information, and I love like how selfishly you know, we do all the interviews on here, getting the personality of these riders when we have them on. We, you know, we talk to John John. Uh, this winter, he's freaking wins yep. at Washington. We're talking to people on the podcast. We're getting interviews at the race. That's that's how I really follow somebody. When you get to hear their voice, mm-hmm. hear their that 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 gets me involved in that sport. Mm-hmm. I love that, you know. So yeah. hats off to us for doing that shit because it's badass. And that's yeah. that's how we grow. This is shit like that, you know. 
Yeah, even in my my hiatus, my whatever two year hiatus from American Hill Climb, I was still involved trying to do some behind the scenes stuff, right. you know. Yeah, and that was my big platform is personality, getting to know these guys a little bit, and um, you know, I tried to bring that into back in when I I came back aboard with American Hill Climb, right. Like you said, Joel, I think that's a huge part of it. Um, ever since before I took over, all you know of these riders is a name associated to a bike that went fast or whatever right. on social media or YouTube, whatever. You never see the yeah. face. You never hear him talk. Right. It's just an unfaced rider going really fast. Yep. And I wanted to yep. change that because, um, like I said, I just feel like personality getting to know riders and being able to judge a person not just based off of how fast they ride but right. personality wise you can create a fan base for each rider a different way right. and maybe create some rivalries and yeah this and that and the other thing there's more to the sport than just racing against the clock there's yeah. you know like we see supercross you know they highlight riders they do this and that and like we yeah. had luke parmeter on yep. behind the dream and yep. you yeah. get to know people a little bit and then yeah. it like it creates a different fan base like <laughs> i don't know i wouldn't have liked this person before because i see what they do on the track and you know it's like i don't know whatever that that dude sucks but then you get to meet him a little bit and you're like you know what this guy's awesome right. i like this guy i want to yeah. root for him now yeah like you said with Ryan Raza, you know, like once you met him, it's like I'm an instant fan. Yes, yeah. yeah. These the the fans in the seats don't ever get to meet these people really, right. unless they go walk no. through the pits and stuff. And, and that's, I mean, not to add to your plate, Colby, but I mean, I don't know how much time it costs you, but I loved the Nitro Pilot re recaps you did a few years ago, where like Joe oh, Shipman yeah. just did a one minute for Instagram. Where he's yeah, the like one minute recaps. One minute yeah. recaps, and it's just you film yourself in your jersey or your pit shirt, and he'd be like, "Yo, Dirty Joe from Cottonwood, California, just got left Carnegie. God dang, you know, so and so, awesome weekend, good conditions yeah. for like a minute." Yeah. I loved those. Jay Sels, you know, you you'd had a, a rider here or there from each event, and you'd post them up mm -hmm. on Insta. I freaking love that stuff like that because you know. Someone just gets a little bit of time to talk about them or their experience in the weekend, you know, and not yeah. everybody wants to do that, but there's people that would love to do it, you know, and if you, you know, if it, if it doesn't cost too much just to reach out to someone that top fives or, you know, whatever and say, hey, can you give me a minute recap from the race? I thought those yeah. were awesome, you know, and that just gives people yeah. a yeah. chance to get to know the riders a little bit more as well, you know? Yeah. And that was during my hiatus. That was completely unsolicited, unpaid advertisements i just felt like there was a <laughs> void and i wanted to create that oh. and yeah it's fun to do and dirty joe is probably the most aesthetic you know right. appreciative one out of all of them he was the only one that really wanted to do it <laughs> no one else really wanted to do it oh. which is another thing i i want to change joel you did a great job with yours yours was probably the most energetic one you were right you made it easy. That was oh, awesome. It only took me like a, like you know sixty um, takes, but like like the Billy Goat's not gonna have an awesome one minute recap, you know. Like Devin's not gonna have, Devin would yeah. Devin would have an awesome one minute recap, you know. There's lots of people out there yeah. that would love to do little bits like that that would help the sport, help themselves, yeah. help, and that it's more media to put for on the American No Climb page to go. But I like I said, yeah. 
I don't want to add to your plate. I know that you freaking kill well, it. Well, here's the thing, Joel. Like you said, you don't want to add to my plate, and it shouldn't because that is something that all the riders should just be doing on their own. Like that's kind of the momentum I was trying to yeah, pick up. Right. Like I start the craze, and everybody should just follow suit. That's a good point. I shouldn't have to ask you to do this. You should just do it. Right. Like create, do this on your own page. I feel like it's create your own one minute recaps after each race and fill in your fans and let them know because I can't post everybody's one minute recap, but you know, podiums and stuff. Yeah, it's great. And I'm going to do what I can on the American Hill Climb side, but everybody that races should be doing this. Right. And that's, yeah. that's the catch. Every racer should have an, should have an athlete page. It's separate from their personal page. And that's the kind of stuff they should be posting. I, I, I agree, Brandon. Like, it's so tough. Do your part, because it's we're all. I shouldn't have to do everything. Here, here's the pro- here, here's, <laughs> do something for yourself. Here's the problem: is the hill climb community. The people are so nice; they don't want to seem arrogant. They don't want to over self promote, and it's awkward to just talk about yourself on your own page. It feels awkward, and that's where when you get to do it for Nitro Pilot, it's a bit of an honor, and it's not. You're asked to talk about yourself. It's easier. And that's where having that door open where, you know, if you said, hey, at me at American Hill Climb or Nitro Pilot, if you want to do a recap, maybe that would be a way where people would be more vocal about it. But I know from my, maybe I'm wrong, but that's, it's hard for me to be like, yo, eh, it's a 31 here. I want to talk about myself on my page. It's like, you feel like a complete Tom, you know, it's like, but uh, I get, I get that. And yeah, maybe, you know, if you add American Hill Climb, then that's something we can share on the stories and stuff, but it's great content regardless. If, even if you have a bad day, people want to know. Right. And it, it's, well, it's real. It's real stuff. Like just be uh, real. Yeah. yeah. The next time Billy Goat well, takes hey, you guys be pissed off. When he, be a, yeah, when he's saber- be mad that you had a bad day. When Billy Goat saber- Be stoked when you have a good day. Nobody <laughs> ever gets stoked when they have a good day anymore. Like everyone's just expected yeah. to like, oh, I did good. Who cares? We yeah. all care. Like I want to see a smile on Logan's face when he freaking wins like once in a while. Like he's never stoked. No one's ever fucking stoked on the podium. No one. Caleb Blaine is the only person I've ever seen happy on a podium. And Joel. Joel, you've shown like some emotion, but everyone's just freaking standing no, there with a Trey, trophy like, no, I won. Trey Hagstrom. Trey Hagstrom was Trey pretty Hagstrom fucking was stoked dope. on the podium. Yeah. First time winners. Like, That's what I want to like, see. Like, be like, wanna, be like, like that. I get we're not winning freaking a million dollars here, but freaking be pumped. You want something like this but, field is stacked. It's exciting. Yep. People want to see that. I know we're never going to have t-shirts, but, but that's t-shirt number three. No one's ever stoked American Hill Climb. God <laughs> <laughs> yeah. damn it. Damn you. <laughs> but hey, for, for all the riders out there, to what we were getting on, on the self-promotion and having your fan page, everybody go to Jared Mee's racing and look what he puts at recaps after every, yeah. every event that he does. Yeah. Before he leaves the racetrack, he puts out a recap saying how his night went, why he yeah. was where he was, what happened, and he lets his fans know. Okay, yeah. every single person and, in us in our sport should be doing that. Okay. That's my opinion, and, and I'm sorry I blew up there. That was a little uncalled for, that's, but that's what I'm seeing. That's that's my trained eye seeing what's going on, and it's like. I'm trying to film a podium for the social media and like create a hype for the sport. And everyone's just like, don't give a fuck. Right. <laughs> it's frustrating. Yeah. But you go look what Jared does. Cause Jared is a great self promoter, a great promoter of a sport. He's gone from, you know, one of the most talented racers to now promoting 
two different AFT events wow. while racing in the events. So take a page out of the dude's book. Right. Like he is very, very good at what he does and has managed to make a very good living off of promoting himself and getting sponsors. All we have to do yes. is just say the the crazy words is let's just do a short short show tonight, guys. You know? Like let's not <laughs> That's let's right. not carry let's do a short show. We're all in agreement. I yeah, got, weren't, weren't we shooting for like an hour and a half? I got tools lined up behind <laughs> me. I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna get about an hour of shop time here working before I gotta go to bed. Now I'm gonna be going to bed late again. I mean God yeah. dang God who I blame Matt Musgrove. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were done at that hour and a half yeah, mark, was... and they're like, oh, let's debate Let's debate Matt's topic yeah. here. The flip it out before we've gone into that the dirt, dark hole. Yeah, that dirty-ass hill climbers only segment brings the worst of us out, I guess, or something. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I apologize to all the writers. I, I'm just a little too passionate sometimes, but I'm just calling it how I see it, man. It's... At- it is what it is. And don't don't apologize because I, I think these guys need to get on it and they need to promote themselves or promote the sport. Right. Yeah, it's how you're going to grow. It's how we're going to pull money into the sport so you can do yeah. more. Yeah, and it's it's real frustrating in a lot of aspects. There's there's a lot to be frustrated about, but there's a lot to be stoked about too. Oh, um, yep. oh, all right. I thought we were never stoked. We're, we're I'm stoked. <laughs> I'm the, the media is always I stoked. I love it, what it I is do. the guys on the it is the guys on the podium. Yeah, I won the race. God damn. Yeah. I yep. just, uh, yeah. I'm a, it, I like it, to thank it makes mom, my job hard, dad, but it also makes God. my job interesting because now I got to find ways to make it exciting. <laughs> if you're not going to, I got to figure it out. I just I'm whatever. Gonna, I'm, but. Pr- I'm praying to the hill climb gods right now. Just give me one podium this year so I can get on there and I'll be like, I know I'm not supposed to be stoked, but I'm freaking stoked. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> no, you are supposed to be. Oh, I know. If you're on a podium of any freaking event, any sport, even if it's racing turtles, you should be stoked. Your turtle won. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a shit exactly. what you do. I mean, get ready to be pissed, Colby. But at the fishing tournament this weekend, every person on that podium was stoked. Okay, thank you. See? Thank you, fishermen. Yeah, we were just fishing, right? So, and they were all stoked. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, we didn't go like Alessi. Nobody was crying or anything, but we were close, <laughs> you know. I'll take emotion, like whatever it is. Like right. if you want to cry on the podium, that's great. Yeah. I, I do Let's feel do like it. Cowboy nailed it, though, because I think that Trey and his dad did make up for about, you know, 10, oh, 10, ten, yeah. ten interviews. Like Dude, They made up for like 10 years of yeah. subpar podium interviews. And that's why there's so much content of that situation, because right. there was so much emotion flying around when that happened, even before, right. like, just watching him, like, watch the last few races, the rides, you know, like, anticipating, like, what's going to happen, what's going to happen, yeah. like, that was exciting because it's a first time win for them. Right. And yep. if he was he if he wasn't going to be excited for that, right. I would have lost all hope in humanity. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on, dude! Like that's huge. You beat out the fastest freaking hill climbers on the planet that day. Okay, you, know, you should be freaking happy. You should well, be crying. I feel like that's, I got that's like I got to stick up for the riders here at the one right rose. The let's go Brandon guy took all the energy out of the air. Like yeah, he, yeah. he, he, he sucked all the energy out of that crowd. I mean, yeah. it's hard to be stoked when you had to kick somebody off the podium yeah. before you get on there. That's yeah. tough, you know. I hope he I, comes back. Yeah. I hope he Yeah. 
he's a little more under control, but he you did know, make the night. Um, from your point of view, though, like the night white rose has got to be the best podium things you can get, whether dude, the guys great. are stoked or not, just because the crowd is so. And yeah, I will admit involved. that the atmosphere helps a little bit. It gets the guys a little bit more excited when the crowd is excited. Right. So now I'm going to throw shade on the crowd. Right. Get excited. Right. At the podium, I feel like that. At the, <laughs> wait, it, it is a little hard for the. Yeah, if we if we were about forty five minutes running longer, some of those kids up there would have saw their first live boob. Like we were that close, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like those kids up there are about ready to yeah. stop playing football and look at look at something else. But yeah, yeah it was it was no, very close. And I agree, the atmosphere does help that whole situation. You know, um, a yeah, lot of times it's, our it's podiums are way after when, the fact, and there's no fans yeah. around for the podiums, and we got to change yeah. that. We got to find a way to make podiums relevant within the time at the race. It sucks when there's nobody there for we, the podium. We we have to make the time for that during the race and do the podiums and after the end of each class, like we can at White Rose. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. White Rose seems to run we need to so well, but. With Freemansburg and get the podium outside of the gate, or we open the yeah. gate for each podium. Have security, yep. bring in people, and then usher them out before the next class. Like we, there's, it's not that yeah. hard. There shouldn't be that hard. Yeah. We got to bring fans in for the podiums and get them up close and personal and right in their faces. That's just, it's got to happen. Yeah. Yeah, th- this having podiums an hour after the event's over when it's, you know, moms mm-hmm. and dads is the only people there, and yeah, that 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 Freemansburg one is sticky, but it's something. We gotta do something. I mean, I, I don't know if you could put a trailer right yeah. up by the fence and just tip the background up and down or something. I don't know, but got to figure out. Here's something, something so I've I, been thinking about. Why wouldn't it be so I, hard I for them to pull a flatbed out. like White White Rose does yeah. and okay. put it outside the fence? I like where your head's at there, but I'm thinking even bigger. And I hate to bring all these like behind the curtain things onto the podcast, but it is good talking points. Um, it fuels the fire a little bit, but Columbus, Montana has the sickest podium, more functional podium, I will say, because Brett Peterson absolutely freaking crushed he did. the Washington yeah, Nitro Nationals on that podium. Okay, that was sick. But when you're talking about a traveling series, okay, that semi-trailer that Tyler has for Columbus. It dubs as a podium, and they're inside the podium. They got cool lights. It's a great thing. The riders can come in without the fans seeing them first, you know. So it's cool. a cool, like under the behind the curtain kind of thing. That's awesome. I really love the way that works out. And then you have this trailer that you can haul all the stuff to each race with as well. It's got multi purposes. That's cool. And it creates a very cool backdrop slash podium. And uh, I wish we could get something like that implemented i get that it brings in now you need a driver you need a truck you need all this stuff that goes along with it but as time goes on here as this this series grows we're going to need more and more stuff to bring to the event we're going to need more branding we're going to need more stuff to put on the hill like we are under branded on the hill like we got to have continuous banners going all the way up the sides of every hill i don't care which hill it is it's got to be branded whether we have sponsors or not, we need American Hill Climb banners, and that takes up space. Like, Joel, you can't keep affording to haul all this stuff in your trailer or whoever else is yeah. donating trailer space yep. to yep. this stuff. Yeah. It's got to be on the series to to haul this stuff. And what better way than to have a dual-purpose trailer slash podium 
to haul stuff to each round. And it's all outies, so it can kind of stay. Like, every club has a spot for this trailer to hang out right. in between races. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It it's could stay at, at White Rose and then, yeah. you know what I mean? And White Rose already has home to White Rose weekend parking yeah. there, so it's right. a no-brainer for that. Um, That's a good idea. Freemansburg's got plenty of space for it. Dude, that that is a great idea. You know, after Freemansburg two or one, <clears throat> you drive it to Wisconsin, leave it in Joel's driveway yeah. for a month until Bay City. I take a few pictures. You don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have our fishing podium. So, if we can borrow it from Memorial Day, I'll use it for the tournament. <laughs> why not? Yeah. Why not? Why not? You could rent it out. Why not? It could be a, a rental podium. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. Yeah. We it's like. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think we could go on forever and ever on we this, could. but let's let's wrap it up because damn it, Matt. You know what? People are driving in; they want to go racing in a couple of days. Yeah. So, and my flight's about to land, so we got to get out of here. Yeah, let's get out of here. It's enough, enough. <laughs> it's enough. <laughs> we'll see you guys. Woo! Tomorrow, cowboy, get ready for this. Yeah, see you tomorrow. Hey, right here, buddy. I'm ready. Don't forget my hat. hat. Don't forget my hat. There it is. I gotta throw. A th- is it okay? Can I put a thirty-one on it too? You can put a thirty-one on it. We need some a nitro pilot sticker and a nitro mud sticker yeah. on there. I got that. Right. I got stacks on stacks of and stickers. I got. I got a backup one too in case the black gets too hot. I have a tan okay. one. Okay. So. All right. Cool. It might get kind of hot. I heard she's gonna be sticky this weekend, so we'll see. We'll yeah. see. All right. At least I didn't Hopefully see any the, rain uh, in the forecast. Yeah. Right. Hopefully the new shirts that Rob got are like gonna be good for hot weather yeah i'm sure they will yeah yeah. all right yeah it'll be good all right boys till next week peace out